This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 73 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Hallian Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, it is yet again Jeff Jarrett and AJ Styles for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Even though AJ Styles has been looking like a complete jabroni. Are you like me and maybe your excitement for the match is not where it should be? Or are you going to be your typical TNA mark and say, by God, Bob, I can't wait to watch it? Well, I always can't wait to watch it. But no, real, really, I am in the same boat as you. Uh, and, and we've been talking about it since their last match that, unfortunately, they're, they are making Styles look like, as you said, a jabroni. And um, unfortunately... The the jokes about the, oh, you should be back in the X Division, and the rumors that we're hearing about it, I almost just feel like it's starting to, it almost devalues the X Division, which is arguably their best asset, to be like, well, you don't belong here, go in the X Division. That kind of makes it kind of seem like it's not a good place to be when really they're generally the best matches on the show. That's a good point. It does sound like, it certainly sounds like they're insulting that division. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I it's nice that they they set the date. They were like, hey, in two weeks, this is what's happening. I like when they do that just because it gives them for something to build toward. <laughs> but it gives us something to look forward to as well because last week, you know, it wasn't awful. Uh, I think we both gave it a thumbs in the middle, but it wasn't a great show either. So we kind of lucked out. I thought last week was going to be a lot worse especially being the day before Thanksgiving back in 2003. So to have something to look forward to after that show that was potentially not going to be great and one that potentially people uh, weren't maybe as interested in buying back in the time, then, you know, I don't know. I think that's good. But besides that, that main event match, um, I don't think there's even a slight chance Styles retains the title. I don't think I don't think he's winning it. There's no way. No. There's no way. And when what's funny too is uh, I was again I was thinking about and I've mentioned it before, but let's say Jarrett were to win, which by all accounts he probably is going to. Um, who would be a legitimate contender to challenge him? And now and I know they're keeping Raven very kind of relevant he keeps on talking about his destiny yeah, and yeah. stuff but he's clearly entrenched in a feud still with like father james mitchell and whatever else yeah i don't know i i think this it's really tough because you have Jarrett as like he's a heel obviously currently and you don't really your main event scene is very very minimal anyways like you don't yeah. you don't got a lot i think raven 
it makes the most sense uh, because they obviously have kept building toward it. But do we do we need another Jarrett and Raven match right now when they don't seem to want to put that faith into Raven? I don't know. Um, but who else do we have? Especially, oh, I'll say this: who else do we have on the roster that isn't just like a guy coming in for a one shot that right. can compete for it? And I think that is where it gets really tough because we, oh, you could say oh, well, why don't we elevate someone else from the X division? But once again. If you're degrading that division, unless you work it into some kind of story where it's like, oh, you don't th- you don't think we're good enough, blah, 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 and there's something, and then they eventually prove it and then win the title, I think that could potentially work. But you degrade the X division, so why are you going to say, I don't know, for example, Chris Sabin, right? He's a, a, he's becoming a fan favorite in the asylum. Uh, he's no longer working as a heel. I, I if they weren't shitting on his division so much, I could see even him being a potential contender if they kind of worked at it a little bit. But I just, I don't know who we have. I Everyone I want to say is a heel, so they'd have to, like, switch. I mean, could we see America's Most Wanted, like, splitting up to do singles? Not really. I can't. I don't see that happening. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, Saban, even, I think right now, is, it, there'd be a lot of work that would need to yes. be done. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My gut also is like abyss. But like, a, it's that, I, they have to do something. They gotta, something's got to change. And I think abyss as a face isn't a great idea because he's supposed to be like a scary guy. But Jared's too far gone at this point. So I think that's tough too. Do you, do, but okay, that being said, and for people listening to me say this, like, do you do you really need a heel on a face? Some would say yes, some would say no. So I think there's that as well. But I think that if you let's say you did a heel a heel versus heel match with it's, Jared, the other us. heel's gonna be the face, right? I think so too. Yeah, I agree. But and and, and you brought up Abyss, right? While they were t- kind of, I guess, teasing a face turn before he yes. attacked AJ Styles. Um, considering the landscape that they're at, I may have tried an abyss face turn with the abuse that he was dealing with, like Kid Cash and like Don Callis has been kind of like beating him up a little bit. I think there's a there might have been a way to still maintain the monster like aura of him. And being yeah. like a bay face because it's similar to like Kane. Yes. And I know, like, you know, I know you, I know. No, but I, I see what you're about to, to get like, at. hate that. Because you look back in like, you know, 97, 98, he was this like scary fucking guy. And it's like, holy shit, it's fucking Kane. Like, he's going to kill somebody. And then at some point, they got the sympathy factor in when he was like with X Pac and stuff in like 99. And really from like 2000 onwards, Whenever Kane was a babyface, despite having that monster big red machine gimmick, mm-hmm. he was still he had like this weird mix of like monster but also like sympathy, which is yeah. I think very difficult for a monster wrestler to have. Yeah, and then kind of going back on what you're saying, I mean, I guess with that abuse that he was getting from Kid Cash, the fans were getting behind him. And then he immediately turned on 
someone they liked, so it just kind of kept that. They were like, oh, like yeah, we like him, and then they were like, boo, <laughs> like he like black hole slammed some someone some IMX division. I think it was like Sanjay. Maybe I'm thinking about. I can't remember, but I think it was originally. Yeah, I think it was originally Sanjay, and then he did it to Styles too. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think that's a good point though. So I guess if I'm looking at the roster, I'm looking at the card from last week, which we will run down briefly in just a moment. That is the only name that really sticks out to me. Yeah, I mean. So unless you well, sign. Well, here's the with- thing. You, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there are there are other options here. Like Ron Killings, for instance, has been yes completely. I would say pretty much forgotten about. Like Three Life Crew, they have their entertaining uh, characters or whatever, but like it's a comedy act. Well, yeah, but where he used to be heavily featured, yeah. Now he's like, oh, he's in a tag match. Yeah. And he's definitely like kind of pushed off to the side. Whereas like in 2002, he was having a pretty damn good run. I think it was going pretty good. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm curious to see what they're going to do though, because uh, we have a lot of Jarrett matches in our future. And I really hope that he gets some good opponents and doesn't keep recycling the same two, which are AJ Styles and Raven. Yeah, no kidding. We, I mean, we do have a lot over the next several years. There's <laughs> going to be a bunch of fucking frustrating moments. Of course there will be. And I can't wait for it. And hopefully one of those uh, include a Bound for Glory match with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and I, you know, I wish you didn't say that, but I do have more notes on that today. Oh, fuck. Okay. But we'll get there in just a moment. Let's run down the card quick from last week, just as a reminder, and then we'll go into some notes about the show last week. And then I got a couple other things as well as some that will be sprinkled into the show, like always. Uh, so last week on Pay-Per-View 72, the following matches took place. Kid Cash defeated Loki. Abyss defeated Sharkboy. Chris Sabin defeated X. Raven defeated Legend. And then uh, Northcutt immediately got into the ring and they went to a no contest. So he had two matches against those red shirt security right. members. Uh, Michael Shane defeated Sanjay Dutt to retain the X Division title. And then in a NWA World Tag Team title six-man tag team match, the vacant titles were on the line after they were held up as Glenn Gilberti, Johnny Swinger, and Simon Diamond, who are, we'll say, technically the champions, uh, lost to three live crew, BG James Conan and Ron Killings, to win the titles. So we got new tag team champions last week. And then in the main event, it was a non-title fans' revenge lumberjack strap match between Dusty Rhodes and Jeff Jarrett that also went to a no contest. Yeah. So, and I have a, I have some interesting notes about that match as well. So we gave we gave last week's show a thumbs in the middle. <clears throat> didn't love it. Didn't hate it. It was okay. We thought it was going to be worse. So I think it's a win in that book. But. Bob, what do you think that the readers of the, of the Observer thought about last week's show? Well, number one, I'm going to guess about maybe 12 people responded. No, more than that. 20? More than that. 25? More than that. 32? You're closer, but... 40. 
Uh, less than that. Oh, wait. 38. No, 37. <laughs> Damn uh, I'm going to say that they went with a thumbs up. Well, uh, only 10.8% gave it a thumbs up, but 89.2% gave it a thumbs down. Holy fuck. Zero in the middle. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what do you think was voted on as the best match of that show? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to say Kid Cash against Loki. Yes, it was. What about the worst? Uh, the worst match would probably go to Rhodes and Jarrett. It sure was. Are yeah. you reading my notes this week, dude? No, I'm not. Now, Dave adds on that the day before Thanksgiving is probably a valid reason for the response being so low. Although last year's day before Thanksgiving show wasn't that far down. So there's that. Um, so funny thing was with the Dusty Rhodes versus Jeff Jarrett match, it was the only match to live crowd of 1100 based on the pre-show lines, uh, which was about two thirds of paper cared about. So they didn't apparently seemingly care about any other match. Uh, but the more interesting part of this note to me is that they did this fans lumberjack match with the belts. Apparently they did use real fans, but they were all picked prior to the show and planted in the audience. They were mostly bigger guys and did whip Jared a couple times when they, he got outside the ring, but they never whipped Rhodes, of course, because he's the baby face. Oh, okay. So are we supposed to be surprised that it was, uh, like, staged or whatever? No, I'm surprised that they used real fans and not, like, right, wrestlers but if posed as them. Yeah, but it's real fans that they staged. Well, yeah, that part they did, but I don't know. I didn't expect to read that there was real fans. So. Yeah, I mean, I understand it's real fans, but it's staged. But they told them what to do. It wasn't like they would. They went rogue. Bob, it's wrestling. <laughs> it's all staged. Assume everything that every person <laughs> they interact with is a fucking plant. Yeah. They're all fake, but they weren't indie workers. I think that is more interesting to me. They, they weren't just indie guys that were on Explosion. They were real fans that... I don't know how they picked them. That part's weird to me. Yeah, they, I mean, how Did would they pick, pick them, them out of the line and then go, okay, we're going to have you guys stand in the bleachers with Jimmy Hart, and he's going to hand you belts? Like, is that how that happened? Because that's pretty much what happened. I wonder if it was, like, if it was regulars. It very well could have been. I think that they like. Sense. That they could, like, trust. They kind of know them and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. That could be true. Um, so, as we mentioned, 3 Life Crew uh, wound up with the NWA Tag Team titles. And after that, they held up the belts the previous week. Uh, it was never explained why that you'd have a trios match for the tag titles. Uh, Dave notes here. I, I just think it's because they like, they're doing, like, the free bird roll here. But maybe that's just me. Uh, fans weren't really into the match that much, but did get into the Three Life Crew ring intro and pop big for the faces winning the tag titles, at least. They're at least happy with that part. Yeah, they popped like, oh, yeah, title change, and then they realized, oh, shit, it's fucking Three Life Crew. It's Three Life Crew. Uh, the franchise group was completed with Michael Shane joining Shane Douglas and Tracy with an I. Uh, Douglas and Tracy were cheering on Sanjay, uh, as a swerve, which it was fucking the most stupid 
swerve we've ever seen, I think. Yeah, I don't even know if we can really consider it a swerve. Yeah. I mean, who in the right mind, considering yet again, we knew a month ago. Well, yeah, we cannot forget the fact that they literally played Shane Douglas's music before Michael Shane's, and it wasn't like an accident where it cut off. It played his music and went right into Michael Shane's song. Right. So, the only thing I could think of, and we might have to go back and and figure it out, but is it possible that they were playing Shane Douglas theme music during his video package before Shane's entrance? Like, for the live crowd or something? Okay, so... I think this is a good point, and we would have to go back to confirm, I think, but I'm almost positive it started right at the beginning because his Tron came up on the screen where it says the franchise. So That's, that's true. I don't, that's and, and I don't even think that was an accident because the group is called the franchise. Right. So, I don't know. It's kind of silly. But... I'm, trying, I'm trying to find a way. Right. Right. To give them the benefit of the doubt, and I apparently am failing. So that's okay. It happens. Uh, the opener was the best technical match. Uh, Dave says with cash pinning Loki due to distraction of Christopher Daniels apparently keeping that program alive. That was a good. That was a good match. A good. A good I, opening. Match. I mean, I thought so too. Um, then the the build for Raven and CM Punk and Julio De Niro to face Abyss Legend and Northcut on the December third show. As a one-time, one-time only teaming with Raven in the Gathering, they've been doing a slow build for a turn, and this seems like the time to do it. Uh, the turn for Punk and De Niro. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? That uh, maybe this is the show to do that at. Um. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious that's going to happen at some at some point but i feel what if they swerve a swerve they'll be like oh uh they'll be like, oh everybody thinks narrow and punk are gonna turn but raven like what if raven turns on them now that i could get behind now you got me like, interested because because then he could be like guys i fucking told you leave me the fuck alone and now I had to break your fingers. Uh, yeah, I kind of like that idea too much. To be honest with you. But with that, I don't even know if that would necessarily turn Raven heel. I don't think it would either. I don't think it would. I think he's still a baby face. I think that the guy he's getting attacked would be still turning heel. Right. So that would be kind of weird, I guess. But yeah. Um, also, if you remember, X did that really crazy bump when he did the swanton off the top rope hitting the floor solid causing him to lose to the as dave says much smaller chris saban the bump was apparently the talk of the unofficial post-match party at hooters and was actually one of the (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) you would have thought i was just reading the fucking rash report Um, and and was actually one of the crazier bumps that you'll ever see from a guy his size and it was fucking nuts. I mean, come no, on. I mean, you, yeah, you can't deny that. Yeah, that was definitely an insane, insane spot to do. Absolutely. Yeah. 
that and that's everything covering the show last week. I got two more uh, notes, and one of them is a little bit longer before we get to explosion in the show. But um, unfortunately, Bob, I have really sad news today. It's just you know the hits keep coming. Unfortunately, Moondog Spot has uh, passed away after suffering a heart attack and stroke in the middle of his match with Jerry Lawler at Jerry Lawler's 54th anniversary show on Saturday night at the Mid-South Coliseum. During the match? During the match. Holy shit. How the fuck, how old is Jerry Lawler to be having a 54th anniversary match? In 2003? Yeah. I don't know, bro. I have There's no, no way he's 54, right? How old I, is he now? I don't know. I'd have to look, I guess. That would, <laughs> that would make him fucking like 80. He's probably up there. There's no way. I'm looking it up right now. This is bullshit. Talking Jerry Lawler. Let's see. All right, so he's 71. Yeah, that I mean, that kind of lines up. <laughs> Does it? Pretty close. 21 minus 18 years ago. Obviously, so 71 minus 18. So it was like his it was like his birthday. I don't know, just his anniversary show. I think it because he would have been 53 years old for that match. Oh shit. So I think they're saying it's like happy birthday, not like an anniversary of him wrestling. Okay, that makes sense. No, I didn't. I didn't necessarily think it was. I don't know what I thought it was. I guess I thought the way it was worded, I thought they were saying fifty-three years of him wrestling. Oh <laughs> shit! Which would then make like you, you start wrestling. Could you imagine? Yeah, well, that was that'd be that'd be nuts. Yeah, uh, and insane. it. If if those are wondering, uh, why the fuck are you guys mentioning Moondog Spot on the TNA podcast? Well, that's because he did show up uh, at the TNA Asylum, apparently. Uh, he made an unplanned appearance with no shirt on. And uh, then that was pretty weird. But then they brought him in uh, for real after and he teamed with uh, Jim Duggan to beat Glenn Gilberti and Mike Sanders. So he is, in fact, a TNA alum. Um, and also, it is said that TNA is expected to put up a graphic of some sort on the show that airing Wednesday. And which is weird because well, I don't know for sure on the version that we saw, which I believe is the version on Impact Plus, they did not do one for Mad Mikey, who was much more active for them. Right. So we will see if they actually do one for Moondog Spot. And also, add on the Mad Mikey one, if you listen to that episode. Um, a week or two ago. I'm losing track of time. I think it was two weeks ago. Maybe three. I don't know. Uh, they 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 said there was a video package. We did not see it. Right. And I think we were also thinking that it was uh, maybe like an explosion or something. Yes. So we'll see what happens. Um, and my final note is, uh, like I said, it's a little bit longer, but let's just kind of pump through this. I think it's pretty interesting. Because those inside at TNA are saying that management has started questioning whether Hulk Hogan will ever work for the promotion. Although we're told nobody will publicly admit that. Those close to the Hogan claim 
those close to Hogan claim, it is much to do about nothing, saying it was Jerry Jarrett overreacting simply because Jimmy Hart showed up at the last show without a Hulk Hogan jacket on. Mm. Which I did point out, and he was wearing, in fact, an XFL jet or XWF, excuse me. That's right. Uh, so, kind of continuing on this. What appeared on television to just be an angle to continue the Hogan vs. Jarrett program, complete with Eric Watts bringing up the why chant regarding the 2000 Bash at the Beach laydown job by Jarrett, was actually meant to be the symbolic end of the program, if need be, not to be an angle to further the program. The angle was apparently done in a way where it could be put, could be the conclusion of the angle that went nowhere or the continuation. Jarrett put a photo of Hogan on it's the big screen with the years 1978 to 2003, saying that they were going to ring the bell 10 times in respect for the end of Hogan's career, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And they did do that. It was pretty funny. Uh, so while things may change, and this wasn't meant to be a final burial as much as a conditional one, the feeling backstage among few involved in booking and none of the wrestlers apparently were aware of this or any of this, and it was never talked about apparently outside of a few key people, on November 26th is that they needed to book their way into a possible closure. There were a lot of unhappy people, particularly because since day one, there were people internally who never believed Hogan was coming, noting that he would never sign the contract. When the knee injury and the delay of the planned 1130 show took place, Many started becoming skeptical, particularly since Hogan didn't come to the building to shoot a new angle as someone gung-ho to help the company likely would have done. Also, as noted, when Hogan was asked to do a a telephone interview on the show before surgery, Jimmy Hart played the middleman coming up with reasons that didn't seem to make sense, like a doctor's appointment taking place at 9 p.m. on a Wednesday night, and it never materialized. And we talked about that before as well. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, And we we got a little bit more here. Uh, Hart himself said that all things are fine and it's just overreacting. Hart even went to Fort Campbell, Kentucky earlier in the week to try to get one of the airline hangars to use as a makeshift arena for a possible pay-per-view site. We've discussed this recently as well. But uh, at this point, it's gotten to the point where only the chief commander of the base has to sign off before it's approved as at least a potential site. Uh, Those close to the situation said Hogan had stopped returning phone calls from the company over the past week, which is what got everyone concerned. The company had been requesting for a few weeks that Hogan either appear live, as was originally promised, or at least do what Roddy Piper had done and send in a taped interview or do a live telephone interview on the show. When the requests weren't met for the 1126 show, the concern grew. Hart claimed that Hogan didn't want to appear on television and and make any statement because even though his knee has said to be recovering well, in case he doesn't recover fast enough, he doesn't want to commit to a date publicly and do a public interview and maybe have to back out a second time. And then the final piece of this is that TNA had already contacted country music star Toby Keith to appear and was said to be close to finalizing the deal. Hart was trying to arrange some of Hogan's celebrity friends to appear, as well as attempting to get Willie Nelson. They are attempting to get... the. John Boy and Billy, who allowed him to shoot the angle last week, uh, to broadcast live from the building that day and appear on the show. And the Jarrett's are attempting to get some NASCAR drivers to appear as well. Um, which we we know, Sterling Marlin, Hermie Sadler, they have all appeared many times. 
Yeah. Uh, many people in wrestling, not with inside knowledge, as much as the idea it was WrestleMania 20, including some in TNA, thought was a given that Hogan would be on WrestleMania 20, even though Hogan had told friends he was done with WWE and was with TNA. Vince McMahon has stated many times he would never use Hogan as a wrestler again after their falling out in June, but he said that before as well. Well, at least he doesn't want to look uh, like a phony by committing and then having to cancel again. Again, yeah. He's pretty much being honest. Like, hey, I'm not. He's pr- Without saying it, he's basically saying, I am probably not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, really. Um, he's signed at that- least like a letter of intent. Of, like, I am that. I'm going to be there. Like, I owe you guys a match. Exactly. I think that would be the best. Um, and there actually is one other uh, note here that I didn't I didn't realize kind of went, you know, in kind of going with this here. But uh, it says that even with people believing that the Hogan deal isn't done, the internal betting line is that Jeff Jarrett and Vince Russo were far enough apart uh, physiologically that he wouldn't be asked to come back to creative. Dutch Mantel being brought in was eventually going to lessen Russo's power. Those in the Russo camp claim that Mantel Mantel agrees with Jarrett on major points rather than challenges him as Russo did. And nobody really knows about the possibility of Russo, who is still being paid by the company, coming back as a heel manager because Jarrett has been high on his work. So if this is really going to fall apart, how soon are we going to see Russo back? Uh, I would say by the new year. I think I think I would start off to those. If he's coming back, especially as an on-air talent. Yeah. I would just have him come back uh, the first episode of 04. I think that makes sense. I mean, what harm does it do? Especially if he's just an on-air talent. Well, yeah, then, then they get what's the problem. He gets more heat than anyone else in the company. Absolutely. And I think, to an extent, the people that he's associated with benefit. I think so. So... Well, we will see. Okay, well, that's all the news and notes I got to start us off. But let me open up my explosion notes here. Because the explosion stuff is getting a little weird, Bob. I'm just saying. And that's because, as I mentioned last week, they were taping to get ahead. But now shit ain't lining up no more. So I'm going to read you... Two different versions. You can decide what actually happened. Okay. Um, so let me pull up the actual, uh, you know, on cage match, this is listed as explosion number 59. And it was taped on December 3rd, which is the show we're going to watch. And it aired on December 6th, 2003. And according to cage match, the following matches happened. And that is Sanjay Dutt defeating Brian Gamble. Loki defeating Johnny Storm, and Sharkboy defeating Delirious. Now, huh. if I'm not mistaken, those matches were not, I don't think those were taped the past couple shows. No, they were not. So that's where it gets weird, because according to Dave, uh, and The Observer, I should say, he lists, he always lists the dark matches, you know, I always, I always read these. So this is what happened according to these notes, which are the same notes of the day of the show, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Conan and BG James and Ron Killings defeating Nate Webb 
Frankie Capone and Adam Roberts. Abyss defeating Delirious and Matt Seidel. Eric Watts defeating Chris Hero. Uh, Sonny Siaki defeating Onyx. And Sharkboy defeating Matt Stryker with a Y. That was when? That, according to the Observer, is what happens before the pay-per-view starts. Hmm. So I don't, I honestly, I kind of buy this more than cage match. Because um, that's got to be a live report, I would imagine. Exactly. But I wanted to list them both. I want to cover our bases. But, you know, take it for what you will. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I have, Bob. All right. Well, uh, hopefully we figure out uh, exactly what happens, because I'm sure at some point Scott Demore He'll listen Impact to us. Wrestling will put Explosion on Impact Plus. Their uh, subscription numbers will then fucking spike through the roof, because I'm sure there's hundreds of thousands of people. It's going to suck, because we're going to have to rewatch a ball. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That could be like our bonus series of, hey, we're going back through the old explosions. We're going back to 2002. <laughs> and we're going to watch Explosion. Yeah. Oh, Ron Killings is pissed at Ken Shamrock. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like in 2006, like Impact Era or whatever. Right. Uh, all right. It is time now to watch the December 3rd, 2003 NWA TNA weekly pay-per-view. It's Jarrett against Styles. That will be our main event plus so much more. So if you want to watch along, head over to the previously mentioned impact plus app, or maybe find it in your own personal collection, whether you obtain that legally or illegally, most likely illegally. Oh. Uh, but listen, we're not snitches here on the TNA Crossland podcast, but I'm going to count down from five. And when I say play hit that damn play button and follow along with us or for the next hour and 50 something, something minutes, just listen to us react. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. And of course, we're opening with a video package. Well, why wouldn't we? Which is no surprise. Uh, I do have some news and notes that we'll talk about during the show, as I mentioned. So I'm just going to hold on to them right now. I don't want to waste one already in the beginning after we just talk so much, but... Um, how, I, how, how do you feel about this video package being like when you get in your car and there's like mm. fog on your uh, windshield and it's it's like it's a dream. Yeah, causing like the like the light to look all weird. Okay, okay. There's the Hogan career. I love the Hogan career graphic, dude. It's so yeah. funny. It's very clearly like his promo shot from his Japan match. I think. Oh, absolutely. I love it. Um, speaking on the TNA app, though, there are rumors, Bob. It's kind of old rumors by the time this airs, but that there might be a new one because uh, Anthem has, like, purchased something else, and there's, like, they have a streaming service and stuff, so people are thinking that Impact Plus might merge onto this other streaming network. What is the other streaming network? Well, here, let me look it up for you. I should have had this up because I knew you were going to ask if I brought it up. Hopefully it's something easier than Impact Plus. I feel like anything could be. 
I wish that they never fucked up the Spike TV deal because I guarantee you they would have had it on uh, Paramount. Oh shit, that would have been awesome. Paramount Plus. Um, I gotta find it. Let me find one and go in one of these TNA groups I'm in. So why wouldn't I be in a TNA wrestling group? Um, they're just showing Jer- Jimmy Hart talking about Jarrett, showing the match. Super exciting stuff. These fans are so excited to use a strap. Dusty Rose with his jeans, giving up. You don't care no more. Impact. I'm trying to find this. I, I literally didn't stop seeing it the other day, and now I can't find it. I'm disappointed in you. I know. I'm disappointed in myself, too. Well, I'll try to find it a little bit more, but... Needless to say, they purchased some company or something, and they have a streaming service. So, I don't know, dude. There's a chance. Anthem. Oh, look. Anthem Sports. How'd you find it already? I haven't. We're going to look it up. I tend to be better at finding things than you do. Well. Okay, so here, I already fucking found it. So on Yahoo Finance, uh, Finance, Anthem Sports and Entertainment acquires global film distributor Gravitas Ventures from Red Arrow Studios. Yeah. That's the one. I don't know what the fuck this means. What streaming service is that? I don't know. I don't know what it is either. I didn't know the name, but. We're seeing lots of interviews that definitely aired on Explosion, by the way. Wait a minute. Is Anthem also part of HDNet? Um, I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. Like Jared's on the phone here. This looks like it's still part of the video package, but he's saying, are you absolutely positive they're not in the building? All right, talk to you later. Hang on to this. I don't think it is part of the video package. There's no music. Hogan, gone. Dusty Rhodes, nowhere to be home. Jimmy Hart, we haven't heard from him in a week. Well, can they get off of this awful view then? I don't, it makes them look really minor league, to be honest with you. You gonna take Raven out of this? You fucking better. Oh, is that our next Raven feud? It certainly looks like it. There's no fence riding. You're either with me or you're against me. Before I talk to Callus. Huge night. Let's go do it. Here we go. Video package. We are four minutes and 54 seconds into this show. Love it. And Bob, once we get a shot of the crowd, why don't you take a guess how many people you think are in attendance for Jarrett versus Styles? I'm going to say 1,200. Nope. Sell out 13? Nope. 11? No. 900? No. Lower? Lower 750. Yep. 
Holy shit. We haven't hit 750 in a long time, oh, dude. No. Okay, it's dead silence. Okay, kid cash. Oh, three-way dance. Winner receives an X Division title shot. Kid. Cash. If you're no man, as he looks behind his back. Of course. Vote for Vote me, for Mr. Me, TNA. Mr. TNA. Is that a thing? It must be on the website, I bet you. I like his pants. I like the black. It works for him. Nice pants, Kid Cash. Longtime listener and friend, Kid Cash. I don't know if he necessarily listens, but... Okay. also don't know if he's really considered a friend. No. The only time he replied to us or liked our tweet was when it was about knocking Johnny Storm's hair off. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here comes Christopher Daniels. We've gotten a shockingly high amount of people to respond to our shit. Yeah, we have, man. Hasn't didn't Dixie Carter? Uh, Dixie Carter did do something with one of our posts, I think. Yeah, I think you might be right. Which was like what? Yeah. We got okay, Cash, see. we got Daniels, and I'm kind of disappointed that Daniels has not been elevated, but you know what? I guess they all can't be winners. From Brooklyn. In the low key. Is that, uh, there's April again. Trying to That's figure a- out how to dance in a cage. Listen, I'll give you that she's not a great dancer, but. And she ain't about- no, she's not number one. Lollipop is the number one. She's Miss TNA, and Kid Cash is going to be Mister. I don't know about that. Loki with a double clothesline to kick off the match. Oh, boy. He's going to kick somebody. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Kicks Mm -hmm. to Daniel's chest. Cash wants to get on it, so he decks him with the uh, right, right hand. It's weird. I see Bob in the crowd walking around with a yellow wig on. He's going after Loki on the floor. Hey, listen to Armando Contero and Conan, Spanish language commentary. We aren't listening to that version, but you can. Oh. oh Whoa. Boy. Nice. That was a nice moonsault. Spanish flag moonsault. Daniels hit pitcher perfectly on Loki. A night of title bouts. That's pretty much every week, Don. It is. If they want to advertise it as that, though, like, whatever. If you're, like, a one-time viewer, then, yeah. I don't know. Another, there's a springboard moonsault by Kid Cash. Another beautiful one. Fantastic. So, uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, though, Dallas, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was really good, man. I made a really good turkey. And, uh, you know, always eating too much as always. Yeah, mine had a huge family fight. Really? Um, yeah, my dad walked out uh, yelling at my mother. And he was like, this is why we got a divorce. And it was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we got a divorce. You overcooked the turkey, you fucking bitch. It was pretty uh, pretty intense. Wow. Um, sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, that's all right. But you are... To- you are Uncle Bob these days, so you got to be doing this a little bit. I'm a new uncle. 
fucking sucks. No, dude, being an uncle is the best. No, it sucks, man. How is it the best? Like, what do you do? You get to tease the kids, and then you get to give them back. Yeah, that sucks. Because, like, now I'm going to be, like, a de facto babysitter. Like, my sister's going to be like, hey, can you watch the kid? Uh, I'll be Daniels. Like, Springboard leg drop by Daniels on the low key. I thought it was a slingshot. Not slingshot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll give you that one. That one you were correct on. A lot of times you're not. That one you were correct on. I fucked. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up on Icopod because you and Austin always give me shit, but I actually cooked a meal. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that on Icopod in more depth, probably. But damn right. I need to know who's the number one contender. So this is not the show to do that. This is definitely the show to do that. All I'm going to say is you make fun of me for posting pictures on my Instagram story. Yeah, your post, your first post since February was a picture of your food. I like how you looked at the fucking date. Well, because I accidentally scrolled down. I was like, when did he post this? Oh, February. <laughs> okay, catch reverses Daniel's move. Oh, shoulder breaker. He went for the last right spot. Twisting shoulder Oh, Loki coming out of the top. Double oh. stomp to Cash. That's it. That's got to be it. That's the end of the match. Well, they're all, all three men are down. They're all on the map, but they're actually still taller than Mike Posey. That's weird. Impressive. I will give him credit. That is a good double stomp. Oh, dude, that looked awesome. Flurry a chops by Loki on Daniels, followed by a running form. Wow. Oh. Oh. Somersault, somersault kick. Kick cash. Springboard kick to Daniels. Loki. Loki. Well, Bob, who's your pick to win? Uh, I'm going to say not Loki because I feel like uh, next week he'll probably be in Japan. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. So we got to think it's Christopher, um, it's Michael Shane. Are any of these, none of these guys are baby faces though, right? I'm going to say, oh God, that was nasty. Um, I would say no, but I think Daniels is your closest one to that. Maybe Loki would. Loki's probably the closest. No, you know what? No, you're. I think you're right with that. Actually, yeah, Loki is more of a fan favorite. Best moonsault ever. The oh, BME he hit that one good. No, he always does. It's the best moonsault ever, Bob. I don't know about that. Loki, kind of stop it. Into the corner. Wow. I would have to look at the schedule, but I'd say so. Let's say if Loki didn't have a Japan date, he he would probably win. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, hey, speaking of dates, do any of these guys have any Indian news? Fuck, I suck. Hey, I caught us early in the first match and said I out really, I really time. truly suck. Listen, Bob wanted to cut the shit out of the beginning, guys. If Bob doesn't, if he keeps this up, we're bringing Indie News back before we start the pay-per-view. It sucks so bad. Double fall from Grace to Kid Cash and Loki by Christopher Daniels. That's not even, that's not even real. 
Double fall from grace, whatever that means. You asked for it, you got it. Let's see here. Is there any news for Loki? There is. Loki defeated Sunjay Dutt on November 29th for USA Pro at uh, a show called End of an Era, which was, I believe, the one of the final shows at the Elks Lodge, which was oh, often wow. used by uh, ECW. In oh, Queens. wow. So that was, that was probably a good match. I think I've actually reviewed that match for uh, WrestlingRecaps.com, but I couldn't for sure tell you that that's true. Uh, Loki just had the dragon clutching on Daniels as he was pulled over the rope. Look at this. Double springboard. Cash and Loki both hit each other as Daniels moves out of the way. Uh, Christopher Daniels, he kept busy, too. On November 28th, he defeated Jimmy Rave at ROH The Conclusion. And then the next day, he teamed up with Dan Moff in a losing effort against the Briscoe brothers for the Ring oh. of Honor Tag Team Championships at our uh, Ring of Honor War of the Wire. How do you feel that they had the conclusion in 2003, but really 2021 is the conclusion? Uh, that's a sensitive uh, subject for a lot of people, and I can't believe that you would insult them like that. I do got to say, though. I'm gonna give them respect. They're going out. They're going out good, and their last show before their hiatus is final battle. Because how perfect is that? Well, yeah, it makes sense to do that. Uh, there's no indie notes for Mr. Kid Cash. Okay, Daniels caught Cash after. Oh, after a springboard. Uh, and then Loki came back with a a springboard kick as Daniel's holding up Cash. Now Cash is on the outside. Daniel's Loki. Oh, Daniel's going for a roll-up. Oh, shit, I thought he had him. I thought he was going to get him there. Daniel's off the rope. Loki kicks to the leg. Going for an insiguri. Coming back with that back kick. I like how Tanae just... He ducked the first one, but not the second. It's like, he yeah, didn't duck that second kick from Loki. There you go. Cartwheel. Handspring. Oh, oh Daniel oh, roll up. He's got feet on the ropes. Oh, oh shit. I thought he got dude. him. Posey on top of his game here. Oh, Daniel's rolled up. Nope. They better not do a roll up finish. Just fucking pin the guy. Oh, octopus stretch. The Iron Octopus. The fuck is an Iron Octopus? I don't know. Nope. Loki got out and went behind him instead. Daniels turns around, slams him down. Kick out again. This has not been a bad match, I'd say. No, it hasn't. This is how they need to be opening shows. I agree. Daniels is just kind of looking around. Not sure what he's planning. We're focused on Kid Cash on the floor. Back in the ring, Daniels looks like he's going to try to hit Angel's wings, but Loki pushes him into the corner. Daniels comes back with a couple knees. Oh! Loki oh. Hopped over, flipped over him. Loki going for a key crusher. Got it. One, two. What the hell was Kid Cash doing? He could have broke that up. Whoa. Okay, yeah. So Loki won, but yeah, Kid Cash was staring at him. Yeah, he didn't do anything. That was weird. Key Crusher, 99-1. Uh, 
Cash in the ring with a chair. Smash oh, him. he smashes Loki with it. Of course he does. Oh, give me a break. He's limping. He couldn't get back in the ring. He could have just slid in. He says, I fear no man. So Loki must not have a Japan date. That's probably what we're learning. If he's won. I don't think he's going to win the title, though. I'd be pretty surprised. Unless they have him for a few weeks and know it for sure. No, that's true. Oh, he says, I fear no man, but look who's coming up behind him. Heavy D, Don uh-huh. Harris. I don't want to burn Bob, but he is Bob, one of Bob's favorite tag team wrestlers when in the Blue Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, uh, yeah, it's absolutely. Oh, 100%. God, he turned around, he saw Don Harris, he tried to run away. Everybody knows that the Blue Brothers are, in fact, my favorite tag team. <laughs> Followed shortly, uh... After that is uh, creative control. <laughs> so, if um, <laughs> I think that if Bob doesn't own a Blue Brothers shirt, then there's something wrong. Don Harris chases Kid Cash out, and then they clearly stop right at the end of the ramp, which is always looks stupid as fuck. I, I hey, always hate that. We're going to the back. Scott Hudson with AJ Styles. We're in Wheel blue. Scott. Here I am. I'm gonna be champion, even though I've been looking like a Jay Brown. My landscaping business defaulted on taxes, so it looks like I can't rely on that. Well, it's like this. I beat Vince. I beat Lex Luger. For Jeff, for you to say that I'm not in your league, that I can't compete, is more ridiculous. These fans know it. And you know it, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff. I like the color he's wearing. Baby I do like that blue. It'll look good when there's blood splattered on it, I'm sure. It'll cut, yeah. Uh, it'll come back to the House of Styles, the phenomenal. It just has, look, Mori Povich is back last week, NWA TNA. <laughs> James Storm slides in the ring. You are not the father. <laughs> so we're, we're having a daisy haze of a flashback from last week. Not the wrestler. No, but that was a. uh, After I said it, I was like, okay, I'm going to go with that. I met Daisy Hayes at a 2CW show back in the day. Oh, you did? I wonder what ever happened to Daisy Hayes. Good question. AMW. And the titles, the three life crew, we're definitely getting an America's Most Wanted three life crew match coming up. Do you do you think we will? I think we're going to eventually. I, I can't. I wouldn't be surprised if it was within the next like two weeks. Actually, it'd have to be because guess what, Bob? We're counting down, baby. We are almost done with two thousand three. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god, BG James just drives me nuts. Dude, yeah. Oh, okay. I have a confession, though, Bob. What? This theme song was stuck in my head hardcore earlier this week. It was? Dude, I can't even tell you. I couldn't. I was, like, sitting at my desk working, and I'm like, go, three laugh crew. Oh, my God. It's so catchy. 
That's funny. I got a random theme song that routinely gets stuck in my head. Which one is And I that? guarantee you wouldn't be able to guess it. Give me an era. Like a, a an era of wrestling. Uh, I'll give you like a... I'll even give you a year in the promotion. Holy shit. <laughs> that, that means I'll never guess it. 1996 WWF. Wow. 96 WWF and it gets stuck in your head. We're watching that over an Icopod. So I feel like I should maybe know this then. I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure I'm thinking the right one. Oh my God. I don't even know. They don't have any good songs. I know. That's why it's like, why is it stuck in my fucking head? Does it have words? No. Oh, okay. Yokozuna. No. Did you give uh-huh. up? Jeff Jarrett. No. Wait, you said no words. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Justin Hogg Bradshaw. What the hell? Yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. So uh, Conan and BG are talking now. Conan is talking about people having a very Merry Christmas. But what is, I'm stopped by tracks about is I love that TNA beanie he's wearing. If you have a lightly used... TNA beanie. Wait, no, don't start at lightly used. If you have brand new unopened, but okay, I will sure. settle for lightly used. Okay, but I will settle for lightly I'd rather it op- uh, not opened. Who's this? Is that AMW's music? Whoa, okay. I don't recognize this music, really. Oh, there we go. Okay, now I do. I feel like we always hear we find the defendants guilty first and then the music, don't we? I thought so, too. But here they are. And he is dressed. sorry, uh, is dressed like Triple H. He's got the beret. He on. Sure, his holy shit. It's time to play the game. He's even got the hat. Dude, the hat is what's getting me. Holy shit! So BG said, "I'm sick and tired of you." Harris said, "That's enough from you." I told you, dude. Here we go. So, what? They're saying, why didn't you invite that right foot and this man? Because James Storm, they're claiming James Storm is the reason that they won the titles because of that super kick last week. Well, that might be true. Yeah. You say, we told you for weeks, if you walked away with the belts, you had us to deal with. And here they are, man. They're holding up their end of the promise. When does America's Most Wanted get the title shots? Oh. What the fuck is Jeff Jarrett doing? This does not feel like a Jeff Jarrett segment, but here he is with Don Callis. What does he have to do with the tag title? Is this where he comes out saying, I'm the booker, pal? (laughs) Stick to the script. You know the date, brother. And it's January 28th. By a little old tag title shot. Speaking of scripts, I don't think I don't think she's on this show. I don't know if you saw this tweet recently, but hold on. Wait, hold on. I want to hear what Jared's saying. So he wants to give them a little forewarning. 
Oh, he's giving him a decision. I have a feeling he's going to say that the red shirts want a shot at the titles. Wait, he's got news that's going to shock the wrestling world. Not just TNA. Why do I feel like it's going to be the dumbest fucking announcement? Because that's what they do in TNA. Okay, so you guys are either with me or against me. The choice is yours. Oh, B- oh Karis. Obviously, our answer list wasn't very clear to you. Yes or no answer. What, was he recruiting people? I wonder if he is. For another Wednesday, Bloody Wednesday? Could it be? Oh, good lord. We looked up to somebody like you. Okay, talking about his world title wins. But you've been nothing but a disgrace to the NWA. That's messed up, man. Hell no. That's pretty definitive, Don. I expected that. From mid-card tag team wrestlers like you two. Oh, shit. Jesus. But three left crew. Let me tell you. Is that that a foreshadowing that they are going to get tagged? uh, They're going to get world title shots? Could be. Here in TNA, we rolled out the red carpet for you. Brian, we go way back. Yes, they do. B-Jizzle, remember? Remember the road dog? With my baby tonight. Brian, you know exactly what I'm talking about. As he pretends, he does not. Remember when I hit your dad with a chair and then I didn't give him a raise? I actually cut his pay? That also happened. All three of you to put your heads together. Look who's behind him. Gilberti. Gilberti is pulling him aside. David Young, Swinger, and Diamond all here. You don't need to be worried about America's Most Wanted. Oh, he says, me and David Young deserve to be no more contenders. And Diamond looks at Swinger like, are you fucking serious? Oh, my Lord. David Young and Glenn Gilberti behind them 100%. And he once wants to tell him Diamond and Swinger are also behind him. Simon grabs the microphone. Don't talk for us. Don't ever talk for us, Glam. He doesn't have an accent like that. I was just kept going with it, but he said we were the tag team champions until you brought what do you call him? I didn't hear what he said, but he insulted David Young. You're gonna find out why Simon has a problem. Jeff Jarrett cuts him off. Wait a minute, Simon Diamond. In case you didn't know, I'm the NWA World World Heavyweight Champion. How could we forget? I want to get a replica of that belt. So do I, kind of. I still think that you should potentially think about getting me an X Division title for a Christmas gift. Whose music is that? I'm I'm blanking. Whose is it? Oh, it's Eric Oh, it's fucking Eric Watts. It used to be someone else's. Yeah, I mean, they've definitely used the same music for a bunch of people. 
He's coming through the crowd, by the way. What an eff- entrance. Eric oh, Watts and Goldilocks. He's among the people. Looks like we have an assembly in the asylum tonight. Look at his mustache. I don't like it. He's got a goatee, but the gut mustache is more prominent. Oh, three-way tag team match tonight. We will fight for the championship next week. Next week. So it's Glenn and David Young versus Swinger and Diamond versus America's Most Wanted. For a shot at the titles. Yes, number one contender match. So we were told this is the night of the uh, the gold or the titles or whatever, and so far we are only still have one title match scheduled. That's a really good point. Jeff the Jack, he shows to the crowd, ass Jarrett. He loves that. I can see what's going on between all y'all. Look at Kelsey's face. Oh, he's going to be in AJ's corner. Yeah. To be the equalizer because of Don Kells. Okay, Mr. DOA. You're going to get a front row seat. This would be really great if he's insulting Styles this bad still, if Styles actually won. Oh, speaking of. Oh, there he is. He's going to beat him up. That is a nice blue. Yeah, it is. Why are they ringing the bell? A pull apart. But as I was saying uh, before, a lot just happened. And by a lot, I mean not as much as you would think for the last 15 minutes. But um, there's a thing going on Twitter that some girl in WWE, like, looked like she was reading off a script in a promo. And someone was like, oh, yeah, it reminds me of this time in, like, 2004 where Trinity was cutting a promo. And there's a video. Oh, clip. shit, I saw that, yeah. And it's like her talking, and she's like, yeah. yeah, Vince Russo doesn't want me in this battle royal. Well, you know what? Trinity <laughs> enters ring, and then she gets in the ring, and it's... Oh, do you man. think she actually read... And we'll eventually see that. Uh, yeah, but we will. Do you, do you think she actually read the fucking production note? Or, like, the, like the, the cue? Um... I, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know, uh, man. That's tough. If, if she did, that's hilarious. It kind of made sense for the promo, though. I know. That's what I was thinking, too. But if... Oh, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I want to live my life thinking that she literally read the production note. Or, like, the, the cue. We're just getting a video package of the uh, the franchise. Yeah. Well, I, let me let me see what notes I got. I forgot I still got notes to discuss, so let me pull those up quick. I'm just gonna get in that folder. Earlier today, oh, Tracy's walking in the room. Is that Goldilocks with her? It, it is Goldilocks. Who was trying to get ready? And now Trinity's in her way. She said, "Excuse me, this is my dressing room." I've been changing here for about a month now, so this is mine. Goldilocks has her own locker. I guess so, but but Tracy said, Don Kells told me I can go here. 
And she said, well, Don Kels doesn't run the company. Eric Watts does. You're Goldie, right? Goldilocks? Didn't they have an interaction when she was, like, team bitch slap or whatever? So, like, how do they not know who he, they are? Well, so this is new Tracy with an I. Oh, right. This is very weird. Talking about Eric Watts running the company, Tracy's like, no, he doesn't. Wait, they're, are they saying that Eric Watts got released? I'm not here to fight. You need to talk to your she, little boyfriend, Eric Watts. She's insisting that Eric doesn't run the company. Goliath doesn't believe her. Okay, whatever. I don't know what that means. That was a weird I mean, how, can, how do you get released if you run the company? And you just made a match right before that. Right. Saban and Dutt are getting interviewed. They're going to wrestle Michael Shane and Shane Douglas tonight. And we're backstage with them with Scott Hudson currently. This is one of the first times that Sanjay's on the mic, is it? I think so. Talking about him rising to the top. Sanjay continues his rise to the top. Chris Saban says he's refocused. Refocused on Michael Shane. Last week was just the beginning when he defeated Axe. That's right. Michael Shane was the one who beat him for the title in an Ultimate X match. Oh, maybe it's time for Ultimate oh. X2 and he walks away. Can they do yeah, that? Yeah, they can, Scott. I'll tell you, they have about 1,700 Ultimate Xs, okay? Shh. Son of a bitch. At this time, we don't know if they can do that again. Yeah, they can. All right. Uh, here's some indie notes because you know what? I'm not going to fucking forget. Shane Douglas. On November 29th, he defeated the Sandman at that USA Pro End of an Aram show. Wow. So uh, that happened. Uh, and then who else is in this match? Sanjay. And Chris Saban. Saban. Uh, there wasn't, they didn't do anything. Okay. At least I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I pressed on Sanjay's name. Cool. Uh, I'm trying to see if I have any notes about any of these people. I don't think I do. A lot of my notes are random. So let me give you a couple quick ones here, Bob, since I've been pretty quiet for the last 36 minutes and 11 seconds. Do it. Uh, hold on. Tra they're kissing. Tracy's Kitchen, St. Douglas. Well, I forgot. Well, Sanjay Dutt, remember, had that match with Loki. Yes, that's correct. That's why I didn't mention it. Well, they're coming out together, Dutt and Sabin. To Sabin's music. So Sabin's the star. Yeah. Um, the company announced the, the be, that beginning December 4th, all of the programs from day one through the end of August would be available for viewing on their website for $6.95 per show. It'll be very interesting to see how that does because WWE is interested in something similar but hasn't pulled the trigger yet. So like a network? I mean, essentially, you can just buy any of the shows you want and watch them. Huh. Pretty cool. Um, and also, this is like, we'll say it's semi-relatable. There's some X Division guys in this match. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Lynn, we've talked a lot about his, Oof. him not being here, essentially. Yeah, it's been a little bitter. It's been a little bitter about 
I was been treated yeah. both in Tina and Ring of Honor for that matter. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it kind of continues here, uh, oh, and this is just more of an update on him really than anything. But Jerry Lynn debuts for Japan's Zero One organization on December 11th, so that might be a sign that he's given up trying to renegotiate his contract with TNA, which expired recently. He had expressed uh, resentment on numerous radio shows for his treatment by the company in recent months. So unfortunately, it's not looking like we're going to see Jerry Lynn back anytime soon, which is kind of disappointing. Oh, nice fucking moonsault by Dad onto Michael Shane as they are kicking off this tag team match. Nice to see Shane Douglas is not wrestling in a T-shirt. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, actually. He's also the only non-X-Division wrestler in the match. Which I actually think is kind of funny. I think it's actually pretty hilarious. Look, Tanae just said after Tracy with an eye distracted the referee. So they're they're saying it like that. Why are they emphasizing on the eye? I have no idea, dude. That's such a weird thing to do. Duh. They're just doing like like lockups, chain wrestling kind of shit right now. Nothing crazy. Saban's dad got tagged in. Shane Douglas is here. You want one more funny note here? And then I'll take a pause on these. Do it. Do you remember way back in the day, Bob, there was a guy by the name of Ken Shamrock? I think I've TNA. heard the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a, you know, TNA put his name on the map. But uh, he was on uh, doing an interview with Get in the Ring Radio uh, recently. And he had one comment about TNA. Right? And he said that he was no longer with TNA because they told him that he was too expensive. And then he said, he said this is kind of funny seeing as they that how he wasn't being paid a whole lot of, a whole hell of a lot in the first place. Yeah, how much what was the, what was his price tag? I don't remember off the top of my head, but he was he was getting over it was like a thousand, 3 grand, wasn't it? Yeah, I want to say I was going to say 3. Cuz that's like what Scott Hall Scott Hall originally was making like 8500 and they're like uh <laughs> We gotta knock you down there, brother. Mm-hmm. Three grand though. That's that's pretty good for you know ten minutes of working. Oh yeah, I mean really. Yeah. Oh, the rolling neck snap, the reverse rolling neck snap by Shane Douglas. Here comes his protege, I guess you could say, Michael Shane. Oh, backbreaker on Chris Saban. Oh, he's stretching him out. Oh, was he? Are they saying Michael Shane Russell in Mexico or something? Uh, yes, him and David Young were in Mexico. It uh, wasn't on cage match. I'm pretty sure. So to me, that means it didn't happen. Let me double I check. I don't think I saved that note because it was just like they were in like a random tag match. And usually, you know, that's Bob's job. So I didn't usually do that part. See, does it even? Oh well, yeah, I guess it does actually show it. Uh, and they were actually competing against each other. In one Look of them, that. Michael Shane. They weren't even on the same team. Michael Shane teamed with Latin Lover. Mm-hmm. Yep. To defeat Jafar and Jason the Terrible on November thirtieth, and then on that same day. In the finals of a tag team tournament, 
He teamed with Latin Lover to defeat David Young and Mr. Aguilar. Look at that. Hmm. Mr. Aguilar, of course, being S.A. Rios, in case people didn't know. I actually don't know if I knew that. So, um, The team of Shane Douglas here is on having the most control here. They've got Saban in the corner pretty good. Michael Shane's back in the ring, but he just got kicked in the back by Chris Saban. This is a I'm random really, match. I'm not really interested in it, to be honest with you. Well, how do you feel that we're 41 minutes and 48 or 49 seconds into this, and this is our second match? Uh, I'm not really surprised. Because <clears throat> yeah, it sucks. There's been the, oh, nice Germany by Saban. <clears throat> by Saban. Um, I feel like in a lot of recent weeks, there's been that extended like 20 minute segment. Like, it's like they open like, the show with a match to be like, okay, shut up. You got your match still shut. And now then they're going to cut a promo for 20 minutes. Yeah. And I think it's difficult when you're, when you're always kind of promoting as like nonstop action and then. Oh, duck coming in huge crossbody on Douglas. There you go. Dropkick. Shane, Shane's uh, Michael or uh, Shane Douglas is selling for Dutt pretty good here. Yeah, he is. Dutt is fun to watch. I'll give him that. Yeah, he is. So we got good energy. His moves are usually pretty crisp. I wouldn't mind seeing him like Russell again, but maybe he's like too hurt. I'm wondering that too. Actually, I was just thinking about that recently. Springboard missile dropkick by Saban onto the franchise. And to onto Michael Shane. He had both of them. I think Sting should uh, feud with these guys saying that he's the true franchise. How would you feel about that? I don't know, man. Why not? Michael Shane and Sting? Yeah. For his final match, that'd be pretty good. Oh, Douglas. Douglas crotching Dutt with a press slam over the top turnbuckle. Sure, that felt great. I've never understood that time when they just look at the crowd and they go, and they go, huh? <laughs> it's, it's like, like yeah. you like that? Huh? Oh, whoa, that was interesting. Dutt essentially, that? he jumped from like the middle part of the turnbuckle, and bounced off the top rope with a huge elbow drop. Tracy just did the most shitty job of putting Shane Douglas's foot on the rope. Yeah, pretty blatant there. And if she I put it under tried, it. If I would have tried that double springboard, I would have definitely slipped and then probably broke my neck. Um, Shane, uh, Michael Shane with the flying forearm hits Douglas because Dutt moved. Dutt goes for a roll, but he kicks out too. And here comes Saban. He's lining up, and he's going for a dive. Oh, he stopped himself because Tracy with an eye was pulled in the way. Oh, wow. Corkscrew plancha. Taking out Douglas on the floor. This is getting wild. Oh, toss off. Tracy with an eye on the top rope. Pie in the sky. Oh, my God. How did you remember that name? Super kick by Michael Shane on Dutt. One, two, three. High in the sky with Tracy from Tracy with an eye, as Tanae says. And, yes, that super kick did it. 
with Tracy with an I being the new Lita. Yeah. Well, Saban is fighting Douglas on the outside, and Michael Shane does not give a fuck. Well, now I'm Michael Shane attacking Chris Saban. The same man that's like, hey, man, Ultimate X2, it's going to happen. It's going to have to happen. Right. Are we surprised that the new franchise or the franchise uh, won here? Because I'm not. No, not really. And if you're going to make a new team, you might as well have them at least win their first match together. Yeah, they should, yeah probably should. Double DDT, though. So Saban's still kind of getting the upper hand here. He's all fired up. Yeah. Oh. They're conveniently laying next to each other. And oh. an assisted moonsault by Dutch. Come on, ref, the match is over. What was that? Michael Shane Eagles ratings. I don't know about that sign, buddy. You don't think Michael Shane moves the needle? No. I don't know. Hell, Saban. I think Tracy moves the needle more than Michael Shane does. Especially with the pie in the sky. We're going to the back. Glenn Gilberti, David Young, Simon Diamond, and Johnny Swinger. After that shocking announcement by the DOA, Eric Watts. Is it shocking? Diamond's pissed. Face turn coming. He said, who, did, who told you to talk for us? Did he? No. Did I? No. So why are you out there asking your boss for a title shot? And while you're at it, tell me this. Why are you speaking for us and telling Jeff Jarrett that we're on his side, huh? Swinger, Swinger reiterates the fact that they were the tag team champions for four months, white hot, flying first class, and we had a great gimmick going. So you brought this hillbilly. That's what they called him earlier as well. I could definitely get behind Diamond oh. and Swinger going babyface. Me too. Uh, Gilberti said, do you guys think I'm stupid? And the crowd and Swinger and Diamond said yes. I think Hudson even said it too. <laughs> oh, d- that's right. It's a four-on-two handicap match if you think about it. That's what Gilberti Gilberti's said. a genius. I know. Oh, my God. Glenn said if we win... We're going to give them the shots. David says, nah, no, we're not actually going to do that. What are you talking about, Glenn? I want my tag time, man. Hands in. Hands in, do it. Everyone does it. Let's go get it. I, I wish Hudson would have put his hand in. Says, what do you think? Swinger says, just remember where we met this guy. What does that mean? I don't know, but here was a video package about Axe destroying people like Chris Saban last week. Don't show us the move, uh, please. They're going to show the fucking back bump. A lot of video packages tonight, too, Bob. Yeah. Although, they're assuming a lot of people didn't order last week, and they're doing a lot of recapping last That's, week. So yeah. this is a good point, actually. Look at Tanae standing here. This is right here. This is where X crashed and burned. 
Rick Santel's gonna jump and do it. <laughs> they gave the camera. This is the equivalent of land jumping off the roof of your house, landing on a concrete floor in a steel ramp. Look at today. That was absolutely crazy. They're really hyping this up, aren't they? It was the talk at the after party. Oh, look, Scott Demore, TNA agent. That's a good point. If he did actually hit that. To be X marks the spot. This is Eric Watts. X is fighting heavy D what tonight. What the fuck? X is down here. Explain to me why this match makes any sense. I don't think it does at all. Oh, sorry. I'm busy. Jeez. Okay, here's X. Any indie notes on X? No, I mean, he's... Again, I mean, I'll double check because, you know... I'm just asking to remind you to do it. Uh, okay. I, here, one thing is I will not look up any Don Harris uh, indie notes. X fears Y. How do you think they talked him into doing this gimmick? They were probably like, hey, man, we'll pay you. And he's like, okay. He does, yeah, okay. I don't care. Uh, no, there's no indie notes on X. Okay. Look, at, Chris Vaughn is still with Don Harris, who changed his shirt from, like, 20 minutes ago. He's now wearing an Everlast shirt an instead Everlast of his security shirt. shirt. Okay. Well, how come Don and Chris Vaughn aren't an actual, like, tag team? I, Bob, I don't know. X going right at Don Harris here. Well, this is probably a great time for some more notes. Because <laughs> this is just the best match of the whole night. If Don like, Harris wins this match, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Well, if you think about it, if this is an X Division match. Is it? Big splash by X. Well, it's X. Um, so, uh, there's no official uh, word here on a deal with WGN, although many are talking about it in the locker room. It apparently would be in the $50,000 per week range that the company would have to pay for an early Saturday morning time slot. WGN does, doesn't have that much uh, national penetration. While it is on some cable systems and direct TV, it doesn't promote nationally and isn't among the top 25 rated cable stations. Dave says that his feeling is that it isn't worth close to the amount of money for that slot. It would only put them even deeper into debt. Yeah, no kidding. Paying I remember thousand a week. I remember growing up that like I had WGN. Oh, Axiom whipped into the garbage. The Chicago <laughs> Superstation thing or whatever it was called. Definitely. Had oh it. shit! X got hit in the head with a chair, a plastic chair, but a chair nonetheless. Well, and speaking of airing on different things and different shows, oh, wait, hold on. Mike Tanay says, after this, we're going to hear from to low key right after this match, number one contender for the exhibition title. Um, the Australia deal that we wrote about uh, is actually one month from likely from being likely. He's wording this awful. Um uh, a main event pay-per-view in Australia has scheduled the December 17th show to air, 
But unless buys go up, it would actually end up being the final one. So they made a deal for the Australia thing, and then if yeah. they don't get enough buys, it could be it? Yeah, I think so. It literally says the Australia deal that we wrote about next week is actually one month from being likely. And I don't think, I think it meant last week, because we've talked about the Australia stuff before. But yeah, so they. Is that where they only air one a month or whatever? I feel like it is. Oh, X with a big senton off the top rope to Don Harris. That's interesting. When do you think TNA got huge in, like, England? That's a good question. Because they had to have struck... They must have got something wicked good to get big there. They had to have. My God, is he going to hit Don Harris with a package pile driver? No. Don Harris breaks out. That would have been impressive. Don was probably like, I ain't taking that move, brother. I I don't leave my feet. For nobody. Right. Trading right hands in the middle of the ring. This is an all-time classic. Big backdrop by Heavy D. Clothesline in the corner. Another clothesline in the corner. How about another one? Sure, thanks, Don. How about another clothesline? Nope, big boot. Right on the jaw. That could be it. Maybe not. <sighs> Looking at his hand. What does that mean? You're going to choke slam? Oh my god. Oh. Look up. Where is he grabbing? He's got a oh, kid cash came out. Was he going to kiss him or something? No. Oh, he got the chain from kid cash. X dead. Oh, he hits Don Harris in the head. How does the referee not see that? I don't know. That was pretty fucking obvious. Well, that was a lame finish for a lame match. Bring back Valentina to TNA. Bring back ladies wrestling. Okay, so yeah, that match just happened. Um, Some other news here, Bob, that I happen to see is that this is X's final match in TNA. Really? Yeah, I don't know about appearances, but as far as matches, this is his final match. Kick Cash is sent Vaughn to the floor. Now he's slapping Don on the mat. That's probably going to end very well for him. Uh, that's kind of surprising, especially considering the video package we just saw of them being like, hey, this guy's insane. And he just. Right. Oh, Vaughn coming in. He's fighting Cash, beating him up. And oh, if I God. notice correctly, he doesn't like ever wrestle in TNA again. Yeah. Yep. Never again. Who knows? Maybe he'll come back now that Ring of Honor is over. Hiatus. Nah, it's over, dude. They're going back to being an indie. Oh, something's going on in the back. Supposed to be interviewing Loki, but what's going on? Yeah, what is this? It's Christopher Daniels and Loki. They're going at it. Not so much for the oh, no. oh, what is that? Oh. 
Daniels just uh, had Loki's head trapped in a chair, and then he smashed him with another chair. Did you think we were even? It looks to me like I'm ahead once again. Good luck next week against Michael Shane. That is, if you you even make it. Why was he so mad? A lot of people pulling him back. I think I heard Scott Demore. I think I did as well. You tell me April's not the number one. They show her more than Lollipop these days. Well, where the hell's Lollipop? She's in the other cage. I don't think they've shown her one time. Here is Glenn Goberti and David Young. One of Bob's other favorite tag teams besides the Blue Brothers. Uh, Glenn Goberti, David Young. And if he could only pick one, he does pick the Blue Brothers, but they're a little bit more, um, more of a team, I guess. David Young looks like he's, he even gave up on his entrance. He just stood on the bottom rope and just stared at people in the crowd. Yeah. He didn't even put his arms up or nothing. He's like, I'm not a winner. Diamond, diamond, Johnny Swinger. That's right. I don't know why I do, but I, I like this team so much. So do Turn I. Baby face. Fuck it. Do it. Who cares? I don't care either. You could well, even, judging by that segment with Jarrett, when like Diamond was like, don't speak for us, you could, either one of those guys, if you were to build them up for a couple, a few months, you could probably get a title match out of it. Uh, I mean, so Glenn Gilberti got a fucking title match. Well, so here's the thing is I almost was going to say that when we were discussing it earlier. Like, I was like, could, could we get, like, Diamond to be a challenger? I think I could get. I think I could believe it. if you gave him like three or four months to like build him up. I don't why see not? why not. You got to do something. You got to do something different. Try something different. Exactly. You find the defendants guilty. Guilty. Can't wait for AMW to probably fucking win. I think they're gonna delay that. Who do you think do you think Simon and and, and uh, Swinger win? I think. Uh, or David do you Young. think Gilberti and Young win, and they don't give the title shot? Yes. So what I think is going to happen here is we're going to kind of further that story, as well as extend the inevitable America's Most Wanted three life crew match. And if if Glenn and David Young win this, that will do both of those things. I'm thinking AMW win, but then they don't beat three life crew. I don't want him to rush into that. That'd be a good, like, first match back, maybe. Yeah. Which could be. Oh, Diamond's getting choked out by the cable by Harris. Young and Gilberti are watching this destruction take place. That's smart. Uh, yeah. You know, David Young kind of makes me feel like as if I could be a professional wrestler. I mean, you could. I think I could do it. Maybe I should try. Maybe I should be the next Batista. Uh, yeah. You could try that. Why not? I said you could. What if in like three years you saw me transform into like Brian Cage? I'd be fucking impressed, dude. 
There's a sign that says kill Rudy. That seems like a lot. That's a bit of a, an extreme thing to say. Storm pummeling Swinger with a flurry of right hands. Harris is still beating up Diamond. The referee can't really do anything about it because it's a triple threat match. But if you're an indie promoter, maybe you'd be counting a double count out right now. Who knows? And then you'd say that there's a winner even though there's a three-way match, and that's not really how that works. Right. Now, in fact, all of the teams are on the floor. So, so they, you probably could just make this a no contest at this point. Yeah. Nothing's happening. Pretty much nothing. Gilbert asking if they're going to listen now. This is a four-on-two, and they're still fucking up. Chris Harris on the top rope takes them all out with a flying crossbody to the floor. Guys in the truck, can we get a replay? Can we get a replay? Keith, Keith, I got to see it. I can't believe he's not yelling it. Look at this. Three Life crew watching from the stands. I still want that beanie, like, very badly. Did you look on eBay? I'm sure. It's I'm, I'm going to right now since nothing's happening in this match. TNA wrestling beanie. Nope, that is not what I want. Storm and Gilberti kicking off this le- uh, legally here. And of course, Gilberti accidentally knocks Diamond off the apron. He's mad about that. Storm hammering away. On Gilberti with some right hands. Oh, into the corner. And clothesline. In case you're following along, we are at one hour, three minutes, and 20 seconds. No, no luck, Bob. That's disappointing. You know, it is, though. It is. What if I told you that I was going to bid on some TNA wrestling cards from 2003 just just because they were, like, pretty cheap? How cheap are they? Well, specifically, I found a Harley race card for $10, and it's signed. For a TNA 2003? Well, they came out in 2004. So it's like a Legends series. Mm. And it's like the picture from when he first there. It was not, it's not a flattering photo. It was like 10 bucks, And then it got up to 20 and I was like... Nah. I can't even picture you spending $10 on a Harley race card. I'm a smart guy, man. Well, you didn't really know Harley race until like a year ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. It's not true. But no one beats Nikita. Nikita I mean, his match is 86, man. Dude, the best of seven. The Russian chain match. Whew. Some of the best. And then he turns babyface, dude, and it just gets better and better. Glenn and Diamond just double-teamed James Storm. Finally working together here. The heels are finally 
beating up AMW. They're working together, man. Which makes me think more and more that AMW is going to fucking win this match. Because they're going to come back and all that. Yeah. Overcome the odds. Well, he's getting choked out by Swinger here. Wow, guys, this match is not very entertaining. Double flapjack. Guess that was cool. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I do have indie notes, I think, for Simon Diamond, by the way. Oh, let's go, man. Indie news, guys. <clears throat> uh, Simon Diamond, he teamed up with Matt Stryker with an eye. Oh. Take that, Tracy. Uh, they lost to the team of Bam Bam Bigelow and Chris Candido. On November 29th for that USA Pro end of an era at the Elks Lodge. I think that USA Pro match is actually a big show. Okay. A bunch of shit happening. Holy shit. I think I I definitely have watched this match. Or the show. Looking at the card. Featuring a 45-minute main event. Holy shit. Between who? Two wrestlers, but I will... Not reveal that until later on in the show. Oh. Okay. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for those. Any other indie news for these guys? No. Wow. These guys taking the week off, man. Thanksgiving, they were full. Thanksgiving, man. Who's traveling to see a wrestling show on Thanksgiving? Not me. I would. You would travel anytime. The show's good enough. Why not? If it was, let's say, your anniversary with you and Kaylee. Would you go to a wrestling show? Yeah, if it's a good show. Let's say Kaylee wanted to go to a concert on that same day. What what one are you choosing? A concert or a wrestling show? Well, it's funny that you say that, Bob. Because that is happening this Saturday. There is a wrestling show this Saturday coming up. And there is a concert of one of our favorite what bands as well. Show? It's a house show. Nothing exciting. Oh, the Dead of E one? Yes. Um, and there's a concert of one of our favorite bands. This match is falling apart, guys. It's all over the place now. I don't even know what's happening. This has not been... Uh, so, Kaylee uh, has talked me into going to the concert. Like a double flatliner. Oh, I thought he was going to get him. So did I. Damn it. Uh, who's the band? That's they're called Star Set. And where is that? Uh, it's uh, I don't know. It's like an hour and a half away, two hours away. So she convinced me to go to that instead of the wrestling show. Well, it makes sense considering you don't even watch the wrestling anymore. So. Yeah, but I haven't missed one since like two thousand four. All good things come to an end. David Young, well, with his only move he knows how to do, is a spinebuster. By the way. Bring Swinger outside. Diamond's kind of like confused what's going on. James Storm sneaking in. Yeah, why? They're supposed to be working together. David Young and Johnny Swinger beating each other up. Super kick by uh, Storm. Oh, no. One, two. I fucking knew it. Fucking that was not it. a good super kick. But yes, America's Most Wanted win. Next week, America's Most Wanted, three life crew. Um, I, don't, not, I don't think they want to die. That's not the end of my story, Bob. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, due to some situations with my dog, 
She cannot be left alone that long anymore. So we are not going to the concert. Really? So I told her, well, she can't be home alone that long, but she probably could be home for like three hours. Are you going to the WWE show? Yeah, you want to go? I'm not going. She's trying to get me to go with someone else, but. Well, but she doesn't want to go. No, she don't want to go at all. I don't want. I really don't want to go. Well, we'll we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> <laughs> Raven being interviewed with the gathering backstage by Scott Hudson. I don't know if Punk should be wearing a hoodie. Dude, doesn't he look like he looks like he's like Slim Shady over here in the corner? A little bit. I forgot that this match is happening. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, kind of. The gathering together again, one time only. He's he's already said. Didn't they already do one time only? I don't know, man. Punk says, "Well, we got your back tonight, man." Quote the Raven, "Nevermore." Punk promises they have his back. I like this one when Punk was like, "Boss, we gotta talk." Raven's no like, "We're talking. We ain't talking, dude." All right, I'm gonna go take my uh, diabetic uh, pee break, so I'll be back in a minute. Okay, I will talk through this video package because I don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> well, I do, but I don't want Bob to miss the notes, so I'm gonna hang on to those. But basically, it's showing. The Gathering saving Raven by clotheslining Abyss outside of the ring. Don Callis, Richard holding Abyss back. Let's see. Are, is Raven going to really allow them to be with him and, and be team again? I don't know. I think Bob had a really interesting point earlier when he was saying that Raven could actually be the one turning on them. So I'm really curious to actually what's going to happen in this six-man match here. But I hear Abyss's music. There's Lollipop. Bob is missing Lollipop. Here come the red shirt security legend, Kevin Northcutt, and the monster, Abyss. I get that low camera angle. Make these guys look huge. There he is. There's Abyss. That's right. Nice, slow, long entrance. There's Legend. One of my favorite, favorite people we've had debut in 2003. Is that true? You really enjoyed it? I do really like Legend. I mean, I liked it more before, of course, but. The team of CM Punk, Julio De Niro, and Reagan. The one night only return of the gathering. Raven barely takes two steps out of the ramp, goes kind of crooked and taunts right in their face, which he's done before, and I don't think he does it on purpose, but I think it's hilarious. He probably does it on purpose. I'm sure that that will be incorporated into a future uh, video package. 
Look, look at Raven. Overshadowing his fucking teammates. Yeah. And we're pissed about it. Even though you told us you didn't want us around, but we fucking just kept on bugging you. Yeah. CM Punk, all blonde. No more purple. Good. I didn't like the purple. I wonder it's if actually, it was a TNA thing or if he was doing that in Ring of Honor, too. No, I think he had it. He was doing it then, too. How would you know? You've never watched Ring of Honor. I've seen some. Bullshit. He just looks like Steve Carino. What? The blonde. He does not look like Steve Carino. Just based off of his blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, he does. No, that's not how that works. Kevin wow, you know what? Really... Kevin Northcutt looking a lot like Triple H here tonight because he's got brown hair. Fuck you. Hold on. I'm pulling a picture up. Okay. Can't wait for this. De Niro with a swinging nightbreaker on Northcutt to kick off his match in a jumping heel kick thing. Dude, fuck you. That is CM Punk. <laughs> fuck you, dude. That That's is not CM Punk at all. What are you talking talking about you guys just type in steve carino on google it's in the second row that's a you know, punk, well, his, his beard is shorter here it's pretty stubbly if it was longer he'd look like steve carino well you know it's funny you you're mentioning this because i'm i can't i think it's like final battle 2005 i think punk's gone and uh carino dresses up as cm punk oh that's funny that's pretty funny so, is it like a, does he like trick the fans and stuff like that kind of thing? I can't remember the context of it of like why he did it. I like when they do stuff like that. It's like when CM was it CM Punk dressed up like Jeff Hardy and it was like what in right. the world? And yeah. then you realize what it is and it's like oh shit. Like I love stuff like that. I th- maybe was it Final Battle 2004? Maybe Punk was still there. What am I doing here? Okay, let's see. Well, me and Bob met Colby Carino, and he was cool as fuck. Uh, I, and it's funny, I bought a, a t-shirt of uh, Colby Carino's. And Bob never does a, that. I never do that. It, but it was, I thought it was a really nice shirt. And the fact that he accepted a credit card. Helped, helped the situation, even though I was going to spot you. No, you were like huffing and puffing. I wanted to make sure I had enough money, but I definitely You're did. You're like, ooh, uh, ooh, I don't know, man. Ooh, uh, ooh. I was like, depends if you shit your brains out on the way home or not right now, but. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up again, you fucking bitch. No, don't listen to uh, a recent episode of Icopod if you don't want to hear about that. What does that mean? I didn't talk about, did you guys talk about it on Icopod when I missed the episodes? No. Oh, well, I'll fucking listen to it. I'll just edit. I'm the one that fucking uploads it. So if I have to edit it out, I'll edit it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Legend just laying in the kicks on CM Punk, who's lifeless. Tags in Northcut. Got any indie news for us, Bob? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, wow. there it is, actually. Uh, Back to CM Punk's clothesline combo. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, all right, so CM Punk on November 28th, he defeated Raven in the Lottery from Hell old school steel cage match <laughs> at ROH The Conclusion. 
Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, the the next-, next day, on November 29th, he competed in a gauntlet match, which featured uh, Colt Cabana, Jimmy Rave, and Matt Stryker with a Y, and it was won by B.J. Whitmer. Hmm. So was that. And then Raven, uh, he defeated Al Snow at the USA Pro End of an Era show on November 29th, and that match was 45 minutes long. Holy, that's the 45-minute long match? Yeah, Raven and Al Snow. So. Dude, come on. And as I recall, I watched that match, reviewed it, and it felt every minute of 45 minutes. Well, technically that match was a WWE TNA interpromotional match, which is That's odd. true. And, and Raven won the company's title in that one, which is pretty crazy. Man. That must have been in your notes. It sure was. How'd you know? <laughs> Just the way that you fucking worded that. <laughs> 45 uh, minutes? I didn't think Raven could go 45 minutes, let alone Al Snow. It's a very slow-paced match. Okay, so and I would... definitely rely on, like, weapons and shit. So, oh, I would, here's a chair. I can tell you right now, I would not like that match. Why would not? It sounds not fun. I'm gonna let you review it again. Oh, Northcut into the post. He does that in every match. Wanna, Punk moved out of the way. Like Let's see. If he gets this hot tag, I will I will read a note. Let's see, Punk. Come on. Tag Raven. He's ready for the tag. Oh, he got it. Okay. The plan right now is for Roddy Piper to appear live next week on December 10th. It certainly hinted at that he would be at the November 26th show, but then it was never the case. And then they just played an interview he did where he didn't say much of anything. Fantastic. So Piper might be back. Raven, Bulldog, clothesline combo on the red shirts. Abyss steps in the ring. Oh, boy. I have no interest in Roddy Piper being there. I don't know why they do. Discus clothesline, but Abyss doesn't fall. Because he's a legend. Another one. A kick to Abyss. Julio in the ring. Oh, my God. Julio did a crossbody trying to get both red shirts out. Legend couldn't quite make it over, but he slid out anyway. Why do you listen to the Gangrel theme song? Raven effect on Abyss. What? It sounded like a Gangrel's theme song. No, I, I'm trying to find out what show Carino dressed up as punk, and I opened up a thing, and it started like an AEW video. Oh, I literally thought it was like... <sighs> like, <laughs> like the Gangrel song. Oh, no, no. Raven had the chair for a minute. Oh, shit. Callus was just in the ring, cause a distraction. Well, Abyss pins Raven to win for him in the red shirt security. I'm I'm fine with that. Abyss speared Raven, driving that steel chair into his sternum. So Punk's getting in the ring to stop Abyss. That's not gonna end well, I have a feeling. Probably not. Here comes De Niro. This is getting ridiculous, man. Where the fuck is this? Double drop kick gets Abyss out. Red shirts coming in. Punk and De Niro fighting them off. They're always here for Raven. They don't want to disappoint Raven. Oh, Abyss is back. Double choke slam. Yep. See ya. See ya. 
Where is? I don't fucking know. Hey, uh, Jordan, let let me know what show that Steve Carino dressed up as uh, CM Punk because this is turning out to be yeah he's one he's of the big... absolute most ridiculous things I'm trying to find right now. He's a big uh, Ring of Honor guy, right? Uh, I don't think so. At least not currently. Oh, not well. Who is? That's exactly why they're going on hiatus. Yeah. Uh, Gathering got chairs. The Scaredy and Abyss finally get scared off after laying out Raven again. They're checking on him. Okay. Oh, God, oh, dude. Great. Oh, God. It's another one of these where he's boxing the guy in his house. I've seen the crack in the door. Yeah, they're already, like, cutting, so. Oh, I don't know. Look at my sweatpants. <laughs> I, I probably have those same sweatpants. Do you wear them that high up, too? Yeah. I, I, uh, I wear my sweatpants over my belly button. All the time? Yeah. Oh, okay. The power of living, the power of life. That made absolutely no sense. Roddy Piper, it says on the screen, return live December 10th. Well, there you go. I should have saved my notes. That sucks. What could TNA Yeah, what could manager be thinking to do that? Dumb. They're saying, well, we could have edited those videotape, but he's going to have a live microphone next week. They're making it seem like he's going to go off the rails. Probably is. Go to nwatna.com. Yeah, can't trust the guy. You can vote on the year-end awards, nwatna.com. Oh, we only have the main event left. Yes, we do. And we're at 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 20 seconds, so that's going to get a shit ton of time. Oh, video on the man starting Friday. Around Friday. So, what'd you say about it? I was listening to Don, Don West sell me on this video on demand. They're going to get, the main event's going to get plenty of time because we're at just one hour and 23 minutes and 42 seconds. Yeah. Although I'm Look, sure the entrances will get a bunch of time. Buy these DVDs, the best of the X Division, best of the bloodiest brawls, and the best of the NWA title matches. Well, why would I buy the DVDs if I can just buy the shit on video on demand? Because that you have to buy each show. That's true. Oh, yeah. Finally, Kid Cash and Don Harris. The match I've been waiting for. Me too. Impending Loki's condition. Loki taking on Michael Shane for the X Division Championship next week as well. And the tag team title match. America's Most Wanted gets a shot against three live crew. Bob, what a, what a card next week. That doesn't sound that strong. No. But before we get to our main event, let's take a video history. Uh, and basically what I'm going to do is read my last few notes during this because well. then, cause this is probably going to be at least five minutes long. Well, this is already dating back to like June. June 11, 2003. It yeah. just defeats Jarrett to become the NWA world champion. So we can read those things as they pop up. 
But in between, uh, Terry Taylor missed the show last week due to his mother being in bad condition. So it's kind of a sad note, but he wasn't there. October 22nd, Jarrett regains the title. Wait, we just skipped a lot of time. There's nothing that happened between these two between them? Well, no, it was it was like AJ and uh, D'Lo, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Look at Jarrett. Look at the pictures of himself on the wall and the one of Styles on the wall. They're not even like on there straight. They were probably put up there with stickers. That's true, because that looks like it's a concrete wall. Exactly. It's bricks, yeah. This is interesting, because this is definitely from Explosion. He said, in under five weeks, so it's an old old promo. That's true. Talking about bringing Duggan, Rick Steiner, Sting. AJ, you know how it is. They keep on making sure to reference Raven. Yes. Um... Well, speaking of Sting, he just said Sting. Uh, this is a random note, but most felt Sting went to bat and hung around Lex or with Luger, hoping that he could save him from a religious standpoint. Uh, there has been no talk of Luger coming back. That doesn't surprise me. I like how he has a fucking band-aid. On his head? Like a literal like finger band-aid on his forehead right now. Yeah, this is Styles talking. You don't think I mean your league? Well, you're going to learn why they call me phenomenal. My title. World title. Zoom in and wicked close to his mouth. Yeah. Lip. That was a quicker video package than I was expecting. Me too, but as we're going into this, let me give you this last note here. Then we might as well talk through this match as best we can. Oh, look at this. Hold on. 6-1 to 5-11. 238 to 215. Years pro, 17 to 4. That picture of Jarrett is awful. That's real bad. For over a year, it's been Jarrett or Styles. Because yeah, Jarrett pinned Ron Killings. It's right back in November. A different, a different and more dangerous Jarrett. Will Styles prove to Jarrett that he can compete at this level? Well, we're going to answer that tonight, aren't we, Bob? Well, I think it's been proven that he can't because he loses all the time. That's also a heel picture of Styles, but whatever. It absolutely is. Um, and my final note is Juventud uh, Hoovi, Guerrero called the office this past week and told them that his paperwork problems were fixed by Antonio Pena and he'd be available. And Dave mentions the exhibition has flattened out and he was the big star in the company's last great show. I'm all about who to, to be in the next division. Why not? Here comes AJ Styles, accompanied by Eric Watts. Yes, Styles is a Grand Slam champion here in TNA. Even though he won two of those belts within the first three shows. Literally. But who's, who's keeping track of that? Who's keeping track? Nobody. And hey, speaking I, of, this might be what aside from his purple, I I think this blue is really good stuff. I I really like this attire. Yeah, I agree. It's a it's, it's a different color. Not no one's wearing this color. No. Speaking well, I mean, of like Rick Rick Martel would back in like ninety two. Well, like, not in TNA now is what I'm saying. 19. But um, speaking of speaking of Watts, uh, I just wanted to shout out uh, our fan who replied to us on Twitter, uh, Den. 
And uh, he said he couldn't believe that. Wait, Watson his name's spoke. Den? I thought it was just Dan. D-E-N. Wow. Uh, at least on Twitter. Uh, and he he's currently, as of this recording on episode 41, couldn't believe that uh, Watts is still going strong. And unfortunately, what is uh, he is. So, uh, yeah, appreciate as I you. said, it's, uh, it's alarming just how much more Eric Watts. Yeah, so uh, hopefully when he hears this episode in January, when he said, as he said, yeah. he will not be disappointed that Eric Watts is still here. Not as much as we are. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's possible at this point. But I'm assuming he must be watching along with us. I hope but he does, is. I, he's got to be watching and listening at the same time. That's that's got to be the case. And I hope that he is grateful that we don't have ads that. Uh, break into the live watch make you have to pause the show and then uh hopefully time it right to get back on track hey speaking on that um since jared's still coming out right now i've um i was playing catch up on oh, what happened when mm-hmm. and they actually for the past few have been front-loading ads really and conrad makes a joke like some people say i should be doing it so that's what i'm doing and absolutely that's what so, Joe literally. I don't listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Like, oh, you listen to Joe Rogan at all? Like, I listen to old episodes okay. of like interesting comedians and whatever. I don't listen to it currently and whatever, especially because it's on Spotify and I don't want to deal with it. Anyway, oh, come on. Spotify is the shit, man. Whatever. Anyway, uh, they, the episodes I listen to, they will front load like 11 minutes of fucking ads. Right, and then the rest of the show is not. It's just the show. There's no ads. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's how it. you do it. Especially in a live watch format. Fucking live man. watches, you have to. You have to front load. You don't. Look, Andrew Thomas. Look how he is pissed. Why is he pissed? We're at an hour, thirty-one minutes, and fourteen seconds, and we're doing our introductions here, so we have at least twenty minutes left of the show. You know what? The only I'll tell you what the one ad I don't mind on Conrad stuff is when he just goes, Psst, "Hey, Geico," and that's it. Well, because it's two seconds long. Yeah, it's like, "Hey, psst, get Geico, do it, go get it." The Geico ones throw me off because I'll try to fast forward it, and then I realize, wait, they're only like ten seconds, but my fast forward goes fifteen. Right. And so I'm like, "Oh shit, I gotta go back now." I really don't like the uh, the gambling guy they have on there now. Oh, that one's so that bad. Shit. Dude, I hey, swear it's, to God. it's Mike from Gambling Network. Yeah, dude, it was. I'm not kidding you. It felt like it was a 16 minute ad. Those are bad. It's like holy shit. <laughs> we get it. You're good against the spread on football games, but how can you drag this out for 10 minutes? Like, what the right. heck? How do you feel about Callus being with Jarrett? Uh, I don't hate it. I don't think I like it though either. It doesn't like what's the is it really helping Jarrett? Look at look at these people cheering Jarrett on, and they put the camera on him. Probably his family. His family. Look at the Hogan blanket. That is a pretty cool end of That's a nice of Hogan. blanket. Well, let's see what's going to happen. We'll eventually start here. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stalling in this match. I I would not be surprised, especially since we got at least 
20 minutes. 20 minutes left in the show. Style, what the fuck? What Styles the hell won. was that, AJ? <laughs> it looked like he was going for like a spin kick, but Jarrett moved and he just kept spinning. It, that's like he had a, a, a controller glitch playing the PS2 or something. <laughs> hit the wrong button and flipped. Yeah. That's right. Jimmy Hart, no confirmation that he hasn't been here, but he hasn't been here. Oh, Hulk Hogan's knee has not responded to the rehab. At this time, Hogan is unable to do any commitments internationally or domestically. So they are saying on commentary, Hogan cannot commit to anything. <laughs> so, so, Bob, mark that down. I think it's official. I think it's done. <laughs> he ain't coming. So whatever the ending was supposed to be last week, apparently is the ending of that story. Yeah. Do you think well, he just whispered to Don Callis, hey, man, in 15 years, you're going to be running the company? No, it could have been. I'm going to keep you in my mind for a future. Yeah, what is Jarrett's major announcement, do you think, Bob? Is it going to be like, we're here? Like 10, 10, 10? March 3rd? Or no, it's going to be April 4th, 2004. 444? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Maybe <laughs> horrible. Yeah, what it, what could the announcement be? It's got to be someone coming in. If I had to guess, like join join me so we can be with this guy who's coming in. They call him Big Papa Pump. Dude, if Scott Steiner showed up at the asylum, I'd lose my shit. So would I. But I think he's with WWF for for WWE. Into yes. 2004, uh, I think. Yeah, we don't see Steiner, I, I don't think, for like a couple years. So. Yeah. Like three years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, or late two years. So maybe two years. No, I think you're right. I think it's like two and a half years. For when he like debuts. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm, I need to confirm this or it's going to bug me. I think it's like. Yes, it's in March of 2006. It was going to say like Destination X or something like that. When you arrive. It is the Destination X. See? This dude. I know my TNA. Well, on my Impact 07 uh, reviewing, I he's returned yet again. And. Yeah. Uh, He's, he's aligned with Christian Gage <clears throat> and uh, feuding with Kurt Angle. A special consultant? Yeah. Yeah. How did you know that? I have his Wikipedia page open. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because on their show, they're like, who do you think could be Christian Cage's special consultant? And it's like option A, Goldberg, <laughs> two, Brock Lesnar, C, someone else. And then the voting <laughs> reveals that like 55% of the people voted someone else because they don't believe it's Goldberg or Lesnar. Well, that's funny that they even showed those results like that. Like, did a real result potentially of like, yeah. it ain't Goldberg. I'm just surprised people weren't like, oh yeah, it's Goldberg. Yeah, it's funny. And it's just fucking Scott Steiner. Styles comes back with a shoulder block. Not a lot going on to start this. Going for a hip toss. 
Styles blocks it. Whoa! Jarrett up and over the leg, ducks the clothesline, Styles off the ropes, come back, and counters the hip toss into a oh. DDT. Spikes him with it. Hooks the leg, goes for the cover, and gets a two count. My favorite. It was weird with that special consultant thing, too, because they were like, Kurt, you know this guy real well. And when it's Scott I'm like, how the fuck does Kurt Angle know him? <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's someone I don't think I would have ever guessed, though. You know what I mean? Of like, who, who oh, is I it? didn't. I didn't even look it up. I was like, I don't know who the fucking special consultant is. Dude, it's just like when Animal took off the mask in Night God, <laughs> You would have never stunned. guessed. You were like, dude, Animal? <laughs> no, I was pissed it was Animal. Yeah, I know. You were like, what the fuck? I waited this whole <laughs> time, and it was Animal the whole time. Hmm. And I didn't look either. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. That's the best because, like, usually, like, I just like I'll know or I'll have an idea. But with that impact stuff, when I was reviewing it the other day, I was like, I don't know who the fucking consultant is. Okay. We're fighting up on the ramp now. Styles just laying in some right arms. Jarrett with a knee. I don't know, dude. Nothing will ever beat the Kimberly Page turn. Dude, that is the greatest so, story ever. That was the best swerve. So good. Did I get a live reaction from you? Like, it happened, and then you text me, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, I was watching it, and I was like, I can't believe this. <laughs> I was like, dude, you got super... tricked from a 20-year-old fucking story. I was like, dude, I didn't think Kimberly was going to do that. <laughs> I didn't think she was going to turn on EDP with the guitar. <laughs> oh, my oh God. is Jared about to get thrown off the stage? That's such a small <gasps> fucking... Oh, okay. Well, oh, I okay. Really nice. That was good. Over the railing onto the ground. So that was a decent little fall there by Jarrett that Styles tossed him off. Yeah, but you know, you see it zoomed out like that, and it reminds me of when Sonny Siaki threw Lynn out. Oh shit. Oh chair. Styles ran to dive off and yeah, ran right into a chair. But remember when Siaki threw Lynn off and he hit like the railing and they're like, What a fucking devastating fall. And you really look at it and it's like just like a hop down. He like tweaked (laughs) his knee though. Yeah. And in case okay, so, you're wondering, we're in the crowd in a Jeff Jarrett match. I was going to say, we, we're in the crowd now fighting. We've already seen headlocks. I mean, we're getting it all. As soon we're going to have a double down from a clothesline and right. then an interference. And we have won Jeff Jarrett title match bingo. That's right. You could add blood into that, too, if you want. Since it's I, a title think, match, I think, jo- was it Jordan? Somebody messaged me about like doing the bingo <laughs> on air. I, uh, yeah, we could do that. I would. I, I would throw up. We're just playing bingo. You want to play? You can play your drinking game if you want, but. Oh. The crowd is chanting "Hogan." If only they can hear the commentary that just said that he. It's not happening. The yeah. guy in the guy in the wig is like telling people to move, and like he's not moving, so he's like still just in the way. I wouldn't move out of the way. I would protect AJ. What? Oh. What do they do? Oh, drop styles oh. on the guard, bro. See, AJ, you're proving you're not you're not in his uh, league. 
You can't even counter a fucking suplex. We're at an hour and 41 minutes. Are there even two girls in the uh, dance cages or no? Yeah, I don't want to break your heart, but when you went to pee, you missed Lollipop. What the fuck, man? Yeah, I'm sorry. <sighs> that guy's waving his finger at Jared, and Jared almost slapped it. I fucking hate my blather. I miss everything. All the good shit. I know. Throwing styles against the guardrail again. I Jared? think Lollipop should manage Jeff Jarrett. Look at he's yelling at Mike Tanay. It's back. The feud is back. Andrew Thomas is like, damn it, get in the ring. You guys are already fought for 10 minutes in the crowd. Get back in the ring. Remember when Jarrett and Tanay, like, they hate each other and then they were friendly and now they hate each other again? Mm hmm. Face first into the title belt on the announce table, yelling at Tanay again. I want Tanay to take a guitar shot, my Jarrett. Dude, I would die. We're fighting right on the floor outside. The I ring. wonder if they've ever suggested that and then Tanay was just like, no. I would not be surprised, and I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him either. Styles fighting back, ball. but barely. Styles slingshot into the guardrail. Yeah, he was a little too close for that catapult to really work. Yeah, unfortunately, every time Styles even gets a little offense in, he's immediately cut back down, which is a fucking bummer. Yeah, this has continued the trend of making AJ look like a complete bum. Yeah, I don't what like has that. he really done? He, I mean, he's done punches, I guess, and a DDT, but that's about it. Yeah. All the while, he's wearing some really cool baby blue trunks, and he can't do anything. Oh, my God. Jared what was the hell, crossbody. <laughs> Slingshot yeah, crossbody to Styles to the floor. Still, he's like more focused on taunting Mike Tenay. How do you like that, Mike? Mike? Okay, I would have died. I would have laughed so hard if, like, in this era, you know, that episode of Raw where Kane set, uh, yes, yes, <laughs> right? What if, like, they did that with Abyss on Tenay? Or is like yeah. something similar to that? Jarrett calling for the stroke. You're not great. <laughs> Styles breaks out of the stroke. And, oh, roll up. The cradle. Ah, oh, kick nice. out. See, and Jarrett immediately knocks him back down. Yeah. Look at him. He's doing the big pop of pump. He sure is. Is this match going to be where, like, Let's say it goes 20 minutes. Well, it probably has to go 20 minutes. So let's say Jarrett controls like 18 minutes of it. AJ does like a minute worth of offense and he gets fucked over and Jarrett wins. Is that what's going to happen here? I have a feeling that's definitely what's going to happen. I feel like it's got to be an interference thing, right? Do you think they're going to just I have Styles so. clean? Well, no. I guess, I don't know. Maybe they will because then it just ends it and Styles can go back to the X Division officially. There's I no would be shocked if they went with a clean win. If they want AJ to go back to the X Division, absolutely do a clean finish. I think it's going to be a clean finish. But I don't, I don't see them doing that. And what you know, what? Let me word it like this: I, I don't think it's going to be anyone else's fault. 
I think it could potentially be a guitar situation, uh, even a title belt to the head, or a stroke on the belt, for that matter. So then, not clean. So not actually clean, but I don't. Maybe not an interference where it's like Styles gets screwed, but like Jarrett's still the one who beats him. Right. Going for three suplexes. Jarrett holding up Styles up, stalling suplex at the end here. His wiener's almost out. There we go. He drops him, so we don't get the AJ Styles reveal. Yeah, thank you, Don West. I can't believe how Jeff Jarrett has totally dominated this match. Going to the top rope. What is Jeff Jarrett going to do? I don't know, but he got drop kicked in the gut. We are at an hour, 46 minutes and two seconds. Come so on, AJ. Something's fun. AJ. Yeah, AJ, go. Spinning. Spinning kill kick. Clothesline. Here's your minute of offense, Bob. I know. Another clothesline. And it's going to be basic shit, too. Nothing exciting. Yep. Oh, Moonsault DDT? There it is. Got it. One, two. Kick out at two. It's not even a kick out. It's just a raising of the arm. Yeah, Jared doesn't do full kick outs ever. Yeah. Did he start doing just the raising of the arm in TNA? I don't know. I don't know if I've seen it before this, I guess, but. I don't remember it anywhere else either. I wish I remembered on our WWA shows that he was on, been on. But, hey, we'll be covering our final WWA show in just a few weeks. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, I can't wait for that to end. Yeah, me too. I want to do some cool-ass bonus shows after that. So, to be yeah, honest, I, I think. Cows. Yeah, Don Callis knocked out. I do think the reason that me and Bob have slacked on the bonus content is because we were suffering through those WWE shows. So, who no knows? kidding. There's the... Oh! He went for guitar shot. Styles he figured out how to block it by using his feet. I like that. He pale... Well, not pale kicked, but he jumped and kicked the fucking guitar. I loved it. Styles has the broken guitar. broken guitar. Andrew Thomas is like, dude, what are you doing? It's already broken, AJ. Oh, Eric Watson from behind. Jeff Jarrett doesn't know it. Oh, chokes on by Watts. That should be really? a 12 kick. Styles going for the pin. One, two. <laughs> Arms, arm up. Arm up. I'm awake. I'm awake. Don't worry. I'm awake. That was three. That was three. Let's see. Styles off the rope. Pop up. Power. Shit. Sorry, Kevin Owens. (laughs) 
Jarrett, double down. See, here you go. There it is. If you're playing along at home, that is a double down in the Jarrett title match. No blade jab, though. That is shocking. Oh, shit. We're doing red oh, shirts. North Carolina legend. Go get him. Beating up Eric Wads. Oh, my God. It's CM punk. punk. Julio De Niro. They just fought him earlier. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, at first I was like, wait, why is CM Punk out here? But that makes sense. Oh, we'll oh. see these guys in a tag match next week as well, Tanae just said. Don Callis getting chased away by Eric Watts. Well, that takes away Eric Watts from the match, so who's coming out? Yep. Who's left to help Jarrett, they're saying? I love how Andrew Thomas is just like, I'm going to stand on the bottom rope and just look into the oh. crowd. Oh, shit. Abyss, but there Wait, is America's Most Wanted. AMW. Pretty James much the whole roster is involved in this. Hell. Right hands in the middle of the ring. The broken guitar still in the ring. Broken pieces. Oh, shit. Oh, damn it, Andrew Thomas. Jarrett ducked the kick. <sighs> Jarrett goes go. for the figure four. Oh, no. Inside Styles girl. rolls him up. Two, three, four. Oh, that would have been it. I was going to yeah. say, Jeff was in a position where he can't just raise his arm up. He could have got him. Suplex attempt. Let's see. Can you get it? Up. Oh, Jared counters. They're going slow motion. The crowd is fucking dead. Yeah, it is definitely slow motion. Oh, is he going to do a top rope stroke again? Oh, dude, yeah, it's definitely what's happening, right? Is he going to beat him clean? I don't know way. For an hour, gone. 50 minutes, 54 seconds. Tune in next week to find out what happens. We're out of time. The tape machine's are rolling. <laughs> Tune into Explosion. We'll show you the final. But, yeah, I mean, no one has Explosion, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. Jimmy Hart. What the fuck? Jimmy Wait, Hart? he's got a referee shirt How on. is he a referee? Is he a licensed referee? This is bullshit. Dude, what? Springboard? Oh, he slipped. Holy. Oh, fuck. That was a brutal <laughs> super kick. Oh, my God. That was a like drill him around the face. Here we go. Springboard. Uh, no, he still he slipped. Styles, man. What's going on? Jimmy, count fast, you son of a bitch. Oh, shit, it's Kid Cash. It took, he was waiting for Cash to pull him out, obviously. And he's got a guitar. Wait, Cash has a guitar. Oh, he gets kicked in the gut. Oh, my God. Is he going to give him the Styles Clash on the guitar? I feel like Jeff's going to grow it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, great. Cash gets the Styles Clash. Cool. Great. And shabam. And he's done. He's out. Tanae barely has a left. Andrew Thomas back up. There we go. There we go. Hour 52 minutes, 29 seconds. The pin is done. Jarrett Still, your NWA World Heavyweight Champion. So was he referencing Cash? I don't know, dude. That's weird. Wait a second. Double J, double K. 
Dude. Dude. So now they're pals. Oh my god, Lex Luger, double L's? They're just gonna go through the alphabet. Dude. (laughs) Matt Morgan, double M's? Oh my god, it's gonna happen. Necro Butcher, double N's. What? (laughs) Necro Butcher? (laughs) Wait a second. Raven? I'm still breathing, Abyss. Nothing escaped from the black hole, but I just did. You and me, Abyss, next week. Promise he's going to feel it again. Well, it's come to be known as the Raven Effect. I got two words for you. Internal hemorrhaging. Oh, that's a fucking catchphrase. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. I think you hear me now again? I think I'm coming. All right, well, that wraps it up. Uh, the runtime being one hour, 54 minutes, and three seconds. Dallas, how are we feeling about that? Um, I, I would say I am very much feeling like I did last week. And what I mean by that is I do not think it was a bad show. However, I don't think it was a great show. Uh, I think a lot of it was a little bland. It didn't have a lot there for me. Uh, the opening X Division match was a lot of fun. That was a good way to start the show. Looking forward to Jarrett and Styles. Uh, I guess, what, what is your opinion? Did you like this match better than their last match? Um, I think they did more to hold my interest, but I was disappointed with the formatting of it. Okay, AJ I- guy, he got beat up for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I think I totally agree with you on that. I think that this one I was more interested in, but um, yeah. Uh, so needless to say, uh, I think I think I'm in the middle on this one. I like I said, I didn't hate it, but there was not a lot there. Uh, I think that's where I'm at too. It feels just like a a painfully average show, which sucks, especially because I feel like at the end of the year last year. We were like, I feel like we kicked into high gear, like super yeah. high gear. And it was like really, really exciting. And then now it feels like this is like, oh, we're at the end of the year. So we are going to slow it down. Right. But, yeah. well, you know, just like we talked about in the beginning of the show, where, where is uh, Jarrett going to go now? Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like the idea, though, of him and, and Cash being together. Yeah, I do, too, because Cash Cash is very easily hated. Yes. He's a big, big-time heel in the company, so I do think it, it works very well, especially in that regard. Um, and you know what? It's something fresh. It's something a little bit different. So I'm curious to see how that is going to turn out. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't I don't know who could be a potential challenger. I'm almost certain, like, Eric Watts will get something here. I was going to say, I hate to say that because fucking Eric Watts, but I do think that there is definitely a chance that that is going to happen. And I think that they're very, very much leaning towards probably another Raven 
Jarrett singles match. I mean, Raven feuding with like Abyss and like that group of people. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So it's like the similar thing. He's going to work through the group of Jarrett's people now to try to get to Jarrett, essentially, is what I feel like is happening. Yeah, and the comment to, and I, I think there is some level of foreshadowing with Jarrett being like, hey, AMW, you guys are mid card acts. You guys will never be anything. I could see at some point. Like them getting like let's say James Storm getting a non-title match or something and he beats him or Chris Harris beats him. Yeah. You know, to kind of maybe go in that in that avenue there. Mm-hmm. Which I think you need to do. You need to do something different. Yeah, you can't just you can't rely on the same three people, Jarrett, Raven, and Styles. Like at some point it gets boring. Yeah, you gotta do something else. Yeah. So try to elevate other people. Um, that's what I would suggest here uh, as we end 2003 going into 2004. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, man, it's, it's the final countdown next week. Um, we know a couple things that are going on. We got Raven and Abyss now, apparently mm-hmm. North cut and legend facing off against the gathering. If they're still called that CM Punk and Julio De Niro, three life crew are going to be defending their tag team titles against America's most wanted. Michael Shane will be defending against Loki if he is able to compete, they said. So we'll see what happens there. And of course, Kid Cash and Don Harris. Wow, I can't wait for that one. Sounds thrilling, doesn't it? <clears throat> Raven and Abyss, I feel like, is going to not be great because it's probably not like a hardcore match. Yeah, I agree with that. But you know what? Maybe it'll turn in. Maybe it'll turn into one, and then I will like it. Uh, but That's possible. Yeah. We do only have two shows left of 2003. Holy shit! That's wild. That's crazy. And then to think that in 2004 is the eventual debut of Impact. Dude, it's crazy. We are, I feel like we're moving uh, full speed ahead here as we're covering TNA. But uh, if you are, uh, you know, if you, if you for some reason haven't heard us discuss it before, after these two shows, TNA does do two best of specials that we will not be covering because they're clip shows and as far as I know, we don't ha- we don't have a way to watch those, which is fine. So on December 24th, which is Christmas Eve for those who celebrate, we'll be bringing you our final WWA bonus episode. And I forget the name. I don't remember which one it is, but we will be covering it. And then on uh, December 31st, which is New Year's Eve, uh, me and Bob will give you guys a little bit of a recap for 2003, just like we did last year. More of conversation, kind of talking about our favorite moments and all that kind of stuff. And we'll try to remember everything, but good Lord. There's probably been 15 years worth of material here in uh, a 52-week format. I'm a little nervous um, about doing the 2003 one. I'm not even going to lie to you. but and And there is some stuff I'd like to, if I have the time, I really want to put in some research and um try to get some cool stats and stuff like that you like you know i want to figure out if i can how many people made their debut in 2003 i would say at least 30 so that's my goal i since i'm saying it out loud on the show i feel like i i'm gonna have to make myself do it so that's my goal uh and that that wwa show that our last one that we'll be covering is the reckoning and that took place on may 25th 2003 
So that'll be our final WWA bonus episode. Thank God. Yeah. But yeah. I'm looking forward to all that, and I hope you guys are looking forward to it as well. And just like uh, some of our friends that we talk about on the show, I don't even want to listen to call them listeners. They're our friends. We talk to them on Twitter. That's we right. interact. Uh, I want you guys to join the conversation as well at Cross the Line TNA. That's the best place to reach us. But you can like us on Facebook as well at TNA Cross the Line Pod. And or, also, or also known as Meta. Well, that's the parent company. Yeah, Meta. Um, right? That's what you say, changing Facebook to Meta. It's the parent company. It's still Facebook, but yeah. Um, it's Meta. Yeah. Uh, and then also, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I'm hoping. God, I'm hoping by the time this episode is out, I'm caught up. I've had some technical issues with the YouTube videos, but we do post the episodes there as well. But at least subscribe. Even if you don't listen to it there, subscribe to our channel, uh, and we appreciate all of your support. Yeah, and leave us a fucking review, you son of a yes. bitch. Leave us a review where you listen to your fa- your podcast, your favorite TNA podcast. That's yeah. us, right? The TNA Cross the Line podcast. Yeah, we're fair, unbiased. And we have fun. And even on even on the bad shows. Exactly. And you know what? You after this after you listen to the show, you probably learn something. I learn something every single show we do. So I have a lot of fun. I I definitely enjoy it. And I mean sure I've recently watched uh like the last six months of the weekly pay per views, uh for writing reviews for WrestlingRecaps.com. But you know what? It'll be fun to watch him with Dallas because I don't think Dallas has really seen any of them. Honestly, dude, I told you, I've told you many times throughout 2003, there's a lot of stuff that happened in 2003 that I thought was 2004. So I, I, the little bit I thought I knew, I know even less than that. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then once we hit impact, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to keep up with me and Bob because covering weekly shows and impact at the same time for three months, mind you, because it starts in June and it doesn't end until fucking September. Yeah. So fucking hold on because we're, we are in for a ride and I really hope that people are going to continue to join us on that ride. And, and, uh, Dan, I hope you're caught up by January because it's only going to get harder (laughs) in late 2004. Yeah, no kidding. And I, I'm really looking forward to like the first year of Impact because mm-hmm. I would come home from school and it'd be on at 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. I think it might have been 4. 4 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Fox Sports mm-hmm. Net, excuse me. And uh, enjoy an hour of good old Impact Wrestling. So that'll probably allow me to reminisce quite a bit. Yeah, that should be so, good. I'm excited. Uh, All right, Daz, you got anything else? Are we good to uh, continue on to uh, next week? I think I'm good, man. Unless you have anything else to add, we covered a lot. And uh, I'm ready to finish up 2003. I am, too. I'm looking forward to it. But, all right, that does it for this week. Until next week, for Dallas Greeley, I'm Bob Conley Jr. And this has been the TNA Cross Line Podcast. (laughs) 